The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geek Show Podcast, welcome to it. Brand new episode. We have we have reached September, believe it or not. Oh, yes. Uh, this is a brand new episode. It's, it's a good one. We had a lot of fun with this one, I think. It's, uh, it, the name of it is Jerky Throne, because heavy is the jerky head that wears the jerky crown on the jerky throne. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it, we, uh, Jimmy reviews It and the Inhumans in this, so uh, stick around for that. Also, casting news and things like that. want to thank our uh, sponsors course for making the party possible dr volt's comic connection they will see you at salt lake comic-con and they're open seven days a week their hold service is free and with that you get a 20 percent discount of purchases of 20 dollars or more and the previews catalog for free 2043 east 3300 south in salt lake also cabin fever servicing the meek the geek and yes even the freak in your life since 1982 cabin fever located in the heart of trolley square at the corner of 500 south 700 east cabin fever so much more than a card store also, uh, Chef Daniel, Cantu's Catering. Uh, if you're having all those uh, groceries and ingredients shipped to your home and you're doing all the work, I mean, uh, let Chef Daniel do it. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook or are too busy. You just go to his website, Cantu'sCatering.com, for more information. C-A-N-T-U-S Catering.com is his website. Also, Black Velvet Boutique. Thank you, Dawn and Leah, for paying for this party. Black Velvet Boutique up in Clearfield, 293 South State Streets. They're not a porn store or novelty store. They're a valuable sexual wellness resource for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. Ask about their free sex ed workshops. Also, Salt Lake Comic Con. We will see you there. Salt Lake Comic Con, September 21st through the 23rd at the Salt Palace Convention Center. Geek out with stars from your favorite fandoms. And get your discounted passes today at saltlakecomiccon.com. And we will see you there for sure. All right, brand new episode for September 2017, the 4th of 2017. It's Jerky Throne. Please to enjoy. Should I make it a point to not remember that? And you want a wolf blanket? You go out to that mall. Searching for the Cosmic Cube. The Cosmic Cube! And, and, and at one point they tried to get him to eat shit. It's about some orcs. And then they'll give him the package. What? We already bought the costumes. <laughs> oh, what, what a, a douche. douche. Oh, that was the best commercial ever. <laughs> got a scratch on my face. I've got to wear some armor. <laughs> wear, wear. They're real and they're spectacular. Yeah. Geekshowpodcast.com And welcome back to the basement. Woo! Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 Everyone. yeah. Man, I feel pretty today. You, do, you look pretty. Oh, so pretty. That's so pretty. You're looking pretty. Thank you. Oh, jeez. My wife made me uh, trim down my beard. I know. Yes. Because it was about half Tony's length, and it uh, kept getting stuck in the brambles when I went outside to play the, with the dogs. The brambles? Yeah, we have brambles in Don't our yard. Don't fucking play with your dog in the brambles. It's a, it's a, West, it's a West Side house. We have brambles. One uh, of these days, I'm going to be like the Shel Silverstein poem. Mm-hmm. My beard. You ever heard that poem? Poem? Yeah. It's a poem. My beard grows to my toes. I never wears no clothes. I wraps my hair around my bear, and down the road I goes. Wow. Tony, I think you're going to die by getting your beard <laughs> caught in your pubes. I know a poem. <laughs> there once was a man from Mantucket. Oh, I'll just stop. Yeah, yeah, dick yeah. so long he could suck it. <laughs> Thought we were stopping. Why? Nah. <laughs> okay. Lee, you should tell that joke you told in the car. I did not tell a joke in the car. <laughs> 
Uh, Kids still crying. This 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 is how people's uh, public appearance gets completely altered. <laughs> uh, let's see now. Uh, Jay is not here today, although he has sent a uh, a musical message and yes. and a couple of notes. Let me let me find his notes here. He's giving us notes now. What a dick. Well, you know, <laughs> message. I, I should say message. Oh, okay. All right. So where where did Jay end up? Uh, he's in L.A. Uh, he's uh, doing some shows down there. La la land. Yes. Uh, he says, "Have a great show, y'all." I generally, I genuinely wish I could be there. First night in Hollywood, Chris Delia. I still don't know how to say that guy's name. It's a famous comedian. It's Dennis. Chris Dennis. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. Gives me a massive shout out at the comedy store, and I ran into a bunch of comics I already worked with. Hung out with Joe Rogan, John Mulaney. Uh, Chris, Chris introduced me to everyone and told told them to put me in shows. Put him on their shows. It's like an episode of the Jim Gaffigan show. So uh, he's having a great time. They're all just hanging out. But uh, he recorded a little something for us. So let me turn off the music here, and then you can play that back. Okay. And Jay has then asked me to read the lyrics. (laughs) What? Is it a rapidy rap? It's a rapidy rap, but he's worried that it may get misunderstood. All right. Sorry, go ahead, Tony. Let's see. Me, why not? I mean, why not? I mean... Why not? Yo. Once again, yo, I'm on the road and all you haters need to stop. Yo, I'm on the go. It's me, yo, the Negro from Geek Show. Shout out Kerry, Jimmy, Tony, Shannon, and Lee, though. That's my people, Excitable James, R.I.P. J.M.V. You remember the name? Turn it up, turn it up. Yeah, that's the shit. Making rappers bend a knee like Kaepernick. Whoa, you John Snows or John Doe's. When I go, sound the war drum, beat them on it like bongos. Alberium, blacks the barbarian. Spit fire like a dragon, black Targaryen. Woo! I'm on fire, yo. Catch me chilling on the seat at an iron throne. Retired like Brett Favre and Ned Stark. Yo, you catch this rug rats, you with me, I'm Reptar. You tell me pickles, yo, I'm pickle brick. Yo, you can call me number one, but I give two shits. Yo, I'm just bullshitting ya. Yo, you want an all need, but I'm going full Whitaker. <laughs> he crashed right after that. <laughs> he his, he's in the passenger seat. He was, he was in his it's car. Okay. Yeah, well, the, the, the car in front of him turned off their strobe light, and he didn't know where he was anymore. <laughs> I don't think you need to read those lyrics. I, yeah, I thought it was pretty clear. clear. Yeah. I heard Tommy yeah. Pickles and Pickle Rick. Yeah. And Raptar, because that's what Tommy Pickles likes. Mm-hmm. Raptar. And our names. Yeah. For the shout outs. Yes. He even shouted out uh, um, Vice in yeah. there, too. All right. That's nice. Thank you, Jay. You almost rapped just there. <laughs> I did. Yeah. He said he even shouted out Vice. Guys, I, wrote a, nice. con- I wrote a country song. Just so I'm going to uh, Jay will uh, will be here for for Comic Con, just so you know he's he's, he's going to make it. Or will he? Um, <laughs> he will. I didn't know we were playing our music. Yeah, I didn't know either. I do Tibetan uh, throat singing. Oh, <laughs> it's 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 <laughs> Shannon. When I was coaching you, it's tuba throat singing. Jesus. Oh. They all look the same to me, lady. It, it, took, it took me six years to teach him how to sing with both parts of his throat. He's with a dick in his mouth. He's, <laughs> he's singing with both parts of his throat. He's Shannon Barnson. Scariest blowjob I've ever had. <laughs> Love it. It's a uh, religious experiment. <laughs> experiment. Experiment is more oh, correct. Yeah, weekends mean something again, guys. Oh, That's great. Isn't that oh. nice? Not after your two and a half month weekend. <laughs> I, oh, we lost him. I think I hibernated. Honestly. <laughs> there we go. Slept like two every day. I was like a fucking bear. Come out and see if his shadow was on the ground. Go uh, back inside. Wednesday, yeah. Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Come pub to quiz. Lucky 13, you son of a bitch. Come to my pub quiz. I'm your current winner. 
You are the current winner. And when I say me, I mean egg. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Good time. Good hamburgers. Uh, Wednesday Good night, wait staff. Wednesday night, Lucky 13, uh, what time? Get there. I'd, I'd say get there 7.38. And then the fucking hilarity ensues at 8.30. <laughs> and what time does egg win every week? About 10, 28. <laughs> 10. 10, it was 10 o'clock this week. He we did it again. Did it. Brian did a round that he had done before. And he goes, yeah, I know this one. It just looks, it's just a like right down answer. Are you serious? Yeah. He's yeah. Like, Does he, Egg have an eidetic memory? He's got something. He's something. That's more. crazy. Uh, he's amazing. So, Well, we've, we've been doing that thing for, God, that, that's like our 62 years. 330 something pub quiz. Really? So Jesus. fuck yeah, we were using it <laughs> around here and there. I've used up the internet. Oh, you reached, the, there's no more trivia. The, you reached the I, end of it. it. Yeah. There's no more trivia out there anymore. He got to the sign on the last screen that says, the end. I was like, oh, fuck. That's weird the shit. end of the internet. <laughs> Wasn't there a Shel Silverstein poem about that? Where the internet ends? <laughs> Where the, close, yes. Yeah. Uh, he can teach you how to use both sides of your throat. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I can. He's Lee George King. The high, re- the high register. I, I actually had <laughs> the, the voice of the mystics in the dark crystal. That was me. <laughs> yeah. Scary, wasn't it? terrifying it was <laughs> yeah uh, you can come see me at fresh eatery we have 145 east 1300 south suite 201 we're open monday through friday and uh actually if you're lost scared and alone at two in the morning i'll probably be there too <laughs> so um because the jerky minds don't ever close they never they close. never close <laughs> uh if you're not in salt lake city you can pick it up at uh the jerky that is at uh nooch in denver rabbit food in austin you can stop by food fight in portland you can go to uh, island grocery in logan uh, there's about four other grocery stores that are right now orbiting, but I can't send samples out to them because we're having a hard time keeping up with current stock. Don't let that stop you from ordering. Uh, if you want to order a case, I can send you out a case of 12. Uh, I'll even wave shipping. So just uh, just send us a message. Wow. And uh, it might take me a week to get to it because literally I am the only jerky miner. The vegan jerky king. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's it's a it's a throne no one else wants. <laughs> <laughs> the jerky throne. <laughs> well, right. you know, when I when I conquered the jerky kingdoms, uh-huh. I had all the other kings uh, bring their jerky and I mounted it up, fashioned, made a throne, and had a throne, yeah, and had my uh, dragon jerkarion <laughs> yeah. forge. He's the mad jerky king. <laughs> I had them. I had him use his jerky flames to forge me a new jerky throne. I read this synopsis on a porn one time. <laughs> yeah. I, I most likely posted it on your questions. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe you. He doesn't believe you. He's Jimmy Martin. Hi. He doesn't believe me. <laughs> well, watch me on KSL. Big movie mouth off. Read me in Slug. Hear me on Arrow, Geek Show, and Mido Show. Stay to the end. Of this episode. Of this episode. Yeah. I uh, got to go down and interview the director and producer and the cast of It. So, uh, yeah. Hi, Hi Jimmy. Hi, Georgie. Hi, Jimmy. You want to come float down here? You want a balloon? <laughs> no, I fucking don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know what one of my favorite posts on Facebook was this week? Mm. It was your wife, Kat Martin. Name a movie... That Jimmy Martin, that you named because Jimmy Martin asked you to. No, I didn't. See, it said told you to. <laughs> told you to. And someone said, uh, he never told me to, he just asked. <laughs> I love that those posts piss so many people off. I don't know why they do. They make people mad? Yeah. They do? Oh, just... I've got like just random people being like. I don't know why. Hey, people, you know you can just scroll yeah. past them. You, you can also just uh, fuck off is what yeah. you can. Or yeah. that. That's that works too. <laughs> no, I, why? I, I don't understand. It's like getting mad about like um, so many people. Air? Get, 
Air. <laughs> or some people get mad about uh, game requests. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, who cares? I don't, I just my, give a fuck. Uh, I have, I've got real problems. Yeah. My wife posted earlier in the week, uh, save me from bacon jokes. Because as a vegan, we get lots of bacon jokes. And uh, somebody who will not be named uh, posted like just post bombed a bunch of bacon posts really? and ba- bacon jokes and all this other shit. It's actually kind of a shitty thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Which um, is dumb. You know, and it, it's like, oh, I'm tired of vegans lecturing me about my life. It's like, actually, we don't. Um, we haven't. We're pretty <laughs> quiet about it. Nine times out of ten, people find out I don't eat meat because they offer me meat and I politely decline. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, you know, seriously, if you don't like a post, if it bothers you, scroll the fuck past. It's real easy. You unless, go like this. Unless yeah. it's one of Shannon's funny jokes. Well, you got from a, the car. I actually kind of like it. I just, yeah, you guys are fucking idiots. Yeah. <laughs> I find, I find with your posts in particular, uh, yeah, they're they're easy ones to post. They get a lot of people engaged. They get excited. They're like, yeah, I want to, I want to write down a movie that had air in it. Oh, that's cool. This movie had air in it. Airbud. That's gonna be my I, next one. I find, I find that the challenge is to try to find a movie. Um, of the pornographic nature oh. that that involved those things, and that <laughs> takes, that takes some research. Airbud, airbud for you. You jerk, actually, off, uh, you jerk off to Airbud? Not me. It's oh, actually uh, <laughs> it's one of my friends. Sure. Uh-huh. It's it's actually Airbud. Oh oh yeah. Two butt. Uh, two I'm just not good at spelling or pronunciation. That's what I meant. <laughs> Sponsored by peanut butter. <laughs> Airbud. He, Air he has friends who are well. He's Tony, <laughs> hey. uh, Quad T, producer and designated driver of the show. Tony, we need to talk. Okay. <laughs> you need to get some better porns in your life. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, check me out at, at, uh, not, at Twitter. Quit, jer- quit jerking off to dog You know movies. what? You do what you like, and I'm not going to do that. I'm just glad you... <laughs> I know what I'm going to buy him for Christmas. I'm going to buy him the... Benji? The, the Benji. I'm just, uh, I'm, just, I'm just glad you always turn Marley and me off before the end. That's true. That's a, that's a boner killer. Well, I read the don't synopsis. Watch, don't, don't watch Old Yeller. Don't watch A Dog's Purpose. Or, oh, yeah, no. or where oh, the red God. fern grows. I was going to say, red fern grows scarred me. Yeah, you're you're mm, right so about there, and then those watch, dogs die. Don't watch Luke who's talking now. That dog can talk. <laughs> <laughs> or watch it more. Uh, so if you want to check me out on Twitter, <laughs> at Quad T Tony. Or I'm always here on the Geek Show or on the Gadget Spot podcast with Excitable James. Woo! He's back. He's back. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't an impersonation. This no, time. it was real. <laughs> oh shit! Beethoven two's on sale. I'll get that for you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and uh, Jaron and Owen are on the Gadget Spot as well. All right, that's that, it. That's a twofer for him because he loves Charles Grodin too. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, so, he's a fine looking man. So did your Clifford <laughs> back bo- then, yeah. did your Clifford books had centerfolds? <laughs> oh god, no, but they were they were pop ups. Why are all these pages stuck together? <laughs> <laughs> they became pop-ups. so gross. Pop-ups. Clifford the big red dog, <laughs> Un- <laughs> unintentional. Was. Hey, we have a host. Oh hi. Uh, you watch Jackson. normal shit. <laughs> it's his birthday. Birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Thank you. You make twenty-seven look that, good. Thank you, Gary yeah. uh, Jackson. Uh, Monday through Friday, six to ten. X ninety-six dot com. You get more handsome every year. Oh, thank you. You, so you do. Much. Stop. <laughs> you can make me blush. Happy birthday. Oh no, wait. That's the alcohol. That's yeah. the veins. That's, that's not. Blushing. <laughs> that's, um, that's the gin blossoms. <laughs> it's the gin blossoms. I'm not blushing. Uh, let's see. A uh, quick reminder um, that uh, we will all be at Comic Con. We're doing a, a show at Salt Lake Comic Con. We'll be in room uh, 151D on Friday at I, 5 p.m. I still haven't been kicked out of Comic Con. It's the uh, September 22nd. And uh, that's uh, if you're if you're there at the con, come and see that. But uh, also, just as if not more importantly, because uh, we control the show, <laughs> uh, Saturday, uh, doors open at six. Show is at seven p.m. It's at Club Fifty West. It's on Broadway. 
uh, in Salt Lake City. It's just a block away from the con. You just walk right on through. Uh, it's free to get in, and we're going to do two live recordings. Ooh. And the second show, we're going to play match game. Are we? Yes. I don't know how. It's easy. Well, thank you for providing me the music for a show that I never that watched. Rem- that didn't remind you how can, to play? No. Lee, can, can, you, can you think? You know. Can you write? Yes. Okay. You're good. Tom's you're ha- dick was big. How big was it? It's so big. You know, that kind of shit. It, look, it looked like a blank. Yeah. And then you try to match what the contestant will say. And say, oh. Tony will be like, dog Air Bud. Air Bud. But so for updates on that, uh, text the word Geek Show, one word, Geek Show to 33986. So if there's any changes or whatever. Guys, I'm not, I'm not going to be there hmm? for the live recording Saturday night. I've got my hillbilly poetry slam. <laughs> yeah, bring them along. We can do both. Yeah, we, we yeah. There is one thing that will take me away from this. What's that? Uh, I I heard it's probably not going to happen, but there's a junket that weekend, and I would leave for it. What, what, which one? Blade Runner. Mm. Oh. <laughs> mm. But they said it's very small. Mm. So it's a small movie. I uh, know uh, it looks great. Let's. Uh, well, movie. I want to talk about Blade Runner coming up because uh, you wrote the thesis. Yeah. Um, also, uh, follow our Twitter at Geek Show. One word. Our Facebook is uh, Geek Show. And uh, oh, uh, what's the deal on the uh, Monaco? So that's our Salt Lake Comic Con headquarters. I've been telling people to just call the main line. It's eight zero one five nine five nine five zero 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 zero. Ask for in-house reservations, and then just say you want the Geek Show deal. It might be sold out. Okay. I've heard that they got a great response. All right. I, so. I have a uh, I have a panel I'm excited about mm. that I'm doing with you. Oh, which one? We're on the Batman 66 panel together. Oh, yes, we are. And that is some exciting shit because... Well, we should talk then because we I, should. Have, I just have no idea what have, direction to have, take that. Have you been re-watching? Uh, I need to. Because uh, if you watch the pilot where poor stupid Molly throws herself in the nuclear reactor in the Batcave... Oh, she died. <laughs> No, Molly. Uh-uh. Anyway, it's uh, it's, uh, it's fantastic stuff. Uh, but Saturday at noon, Comic Con, I have the most single most terrifying panel of my life. What's that? I'm painting a miniature oh. in front in front of people. Yes, cool. on a big screen. Are you going to have like, yeah. a camera and everything? Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna show techniques on how to paint war game miniatures and and uh, I'll take questions from people while I'm painting because I can turn that part of my brain off. You can only use a paint roller though. I can paint with a paint roller. <laughs> Very so small paint roller. Yeah. This oh. is this is how you paint with red paint. Yeah, but I'll be teaching mm-hmm. I'll be teaching how to highlight, how to do washes, how to do uh, different types of shading, and I, uh, I will paint. A couple of miniatures start to finish in less it's, than an hour. It's reasonably easy to find our schedules. If you just yeah. go to saltlakecomiccon.com, <laughs> you might want to find out if you're moderating anything. That's the other thing. Oh, shit. Because I'm moderating the goddamn Adam West Batman. Oh, we're going to have, uh, have a good time. But uh, you just go there and look under uh, experiences, I think is what it is, and look for panel programming. Yeah. And you can search us by name. You just enter our names. And, uh, and, it, and looks like, right uh, it looks like our friend Punk is defying every odd there is to make it there for a couple of panels that he he's is. doing. So he's, he's doing his best. What a yeah. badass. I mean, you seriously, you look Survivor up in the dictionary and there's I'm, there's Punk flipping you off. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just surprised Force Friday didn't kill him. Uh, let's see. <laughs> gotta talk about Force Friday, hombre. It's gotta I, happen. I had a great Force Friday. I sat at my home and did shit. Why is it, why is it called Force <laughs> Friday 2? Has there already been one this year? Last year, yeah. Oh, it's yearly, not yeah. It's okay. every the beginning of September. So are they yeah, going to the, put a, a, wait, a number at the ago? end of every one of them now? No, this this was the Force Friday two of this trilogy. Yeah. So the second Force so, Friday because last year they didn't do a Force Friday Rogue for Rogue One. Yeah. Uh, I saw I saw an animatronic porg toy. I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I don't know. They're Everybody's porgs. like, porgs, porgs. Yeah, I'm uh, like, and porgs, I, you know, they might ruin it. You know, they, they, it could, they be, could. It could be a marketing thing. I they don't know. Are, you know? It, and you know what? I'll eat those words. What's a porg? I really will. It's a fucking furry penguin. It, like, they could they could, they could Ewok the shit out of this next movie. I don't know. They're, pr- they're pretty bad as baby Groot. <laughs> could be. Maybe I'll eat those words, too. You will suck those words down your throat. I already, <laughs> I already talked about Baby Groot last recording session, that once I realized he was an angry kid, it didn't bother me oh, as much. You, you, you sort of, you sort uh, of. So here's the magic of porgs. What did my wife want to do yesterday for three hours? Porg. Porg hunt. She Pork? wanted. She oh. wanted. She oh. wanted to drive around I, I and close. look for porgs. And how'd you do? I, I found them on accident. We found some porgs. But here's something I found. What's that? Carrie, what What's you this? find? How significant is this? Let me see this. All right. What do we got here? We've got uh, two. Uh, this is uh, Rose and Paige. Mm-hmm. Hey, two female characters who uh-huh. I believe are. Uh, could be Asian. Uh, Both sure. actresses are Vietnamese. Vietnamese. The, the characters, oh. the characters are sisters. So that's Rose and Paige Tico, and their characters are not only did they just say, "Oh, we need to put uh, Asian characters in the show." Let's make sure that they're actually as their sisters. Let's make sure they're both Vietnamese. So, oh. um, and not only that, there's action figures of these characters because uh, you know we've been collecting Star Wars figures since 1977, right? Mm-hmm. What do we usually not see in the first wave of releases? You'd, you'd see a Princess Leia, but then you'd see a Leia. But your yeah. your secondary, if there is a secondary or a tertiary uh, supporting female character in the show, yep. you're not going to see figures mm-hmm. of them if ever for a while. Mm-hmm. And so here we have. Uh, the new Ray figure looks fantastic. Still haven't seen a General Leia figure, but I'm sure it's coming. Yeah, um, I don't but, think they released it this week. Yeah. So, but Rose and Paige, Rose is a major character in the new movie. That's what I from, hear. From yeah. what I'm hearing, and Paige is her sister. She's a badass gunner. These these likenesses are amazing. They, they did uh, a good job on these. Yeah, for I've three been, and three quarter inch figures, they look fantastic. I've been kind of down on Hasbro, but uh, these are these are really uh, quite nice. The detail mm-hmm. is you know, amazing. I'm gonna jump on the internet bandwagon. I know what I'm not gonna do in December. What's up? Go see that movie. Okay, <laughs> not anymore. Yeah, not anymore for that. Yeah, I'm no. sure. I'm, you tell him. I'm sure when Disney calls you and says, "Jimmy, would you be willing to come out and see this movie?" Uh, like, I would be willing, but last time I went, they did not show us the movie. No, <laughs> just let you interview. That's right, but yeah, for for a five point articulated figure, the the page figure in particular, I might. They I will great. I will buy any pilot Star Wars figure. That's like my thing. I love the X-Wing pilots, A-Wing pilots, B-Wing pilots, mm-hmm. TIE fighter pilots. She's a gunner, so she, but still her she looks like she's wearing an old A-Wing helmet and she's got the, you know, it's just it's just a great I I, I don't even care that she only has 5 points of articulation. It's a really cool looking figure. Yeah. And What's uh, Force Link Force Link is kind of like when Episode One came out and they had that stupid Com Link that made the sound effects. Oh. These all have every one of these figures has a chip in them, mm-hmm. and if you have your Force Link wristband on, you can do all the sound effects with the with the Force Link and thing. Uh, lines yeah. of dialogue and yeah. uh, things like that. So it spoils the movie before it comes out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Pogs are really the dark side. I'm sorry, I shot you, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all I've seen on the internet all weekend is Porgs. Yeah. Porgs. And uh, that's that's kind of a. I, I imagine Disney, while they're raking in the millions of pork dollars that are coming through, pork. they're going to be looking at uh, Rian Johnson and saying, good idea. Yeah. Good idea. Pork bucks. Because one thing Star Wars hasn't been able to do is make money. <laughs> right. Poor things. They're still breaking even. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing our best, Coach. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's. Uh, we've got a letter. We'll save that for the second half. Um, but uh, let's start with... Um, yeah, Tony needs that much time just to load the song up. <laughs> I can get it ready in less than 10 minutes. <laughs> I see your ten minutes. I can do it in nine. Oh, no, you can't. Uh, I've got uh, <laughs> I've got some casting. Uh, there's quite a bit of casting this week. 
and well, the uh, shows are firing up and uh, exiting of uh, casting as well. Let's oh. let's start with the casting. Um, I'm not familiar with this Batman villain, but he sounds fascinating. Is it pronounced the, Joker? Is it the Porn-Gwyn? <laughs> Porg. The Porgwin. Oh uh, that's, that's a different um, parody. Professor Pig. Oh, he's oh, from huh? the he's from the Grant Morrison run. Yeah, yeah. It says he appeared in Batman number six six six. Oh, he is a uh, let's see, Professor Pig, also known as Laszlo Valentin, is one of the weirdest villains to come out of the Batman canon. Uh, he's a skilled surgeon who is obsessed with making people perfect to the point where he forcibly turns people into so-called dolotrons by bonding fake doll faces on top of their yep. own. He was creepy. And he does, in fact, wear a pig mask, and he loves it. He was uh, he was the early part of the inevitable, terrible Grant Morrison run on a Batman comic. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> Morrison always starts off really, really promising, and then he takes a giant weird shit and walks away. <laughs> um, but yeah, this guy was it's true. Yeah, didn't he write Final Crisis too? He oh. this uh, this storyline was that right when uh, Dick Grayson was Batman and Damian Wayne was his Robin, and they were they were they were fighting Professor well, Pig. This is uh, he's he's coming to Gotham for a few episodes. Oh, I'm sure they'll I'm sure they'll take the the really reserved and and careful route with exactly. That. Are any of you guys still watching it? Uh, I am. It was I, still good. Like I I think I stopped about halfway through. Season three. I I watched all the way through season two and then got into season three and the whole bit with the Mad Hatter was just so fucking yeah. creepy and overacted that I had to give it a break. I'll <laughs> come back now that it's. I know they brought that Joker kid back. They've uh, cast um, Michael Cerveris as Professor Pig, and you can see him. I just watched it last night on the Tick. He's uh, the villain <sighs> Ramses. Uh, oh, yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. The gold coat and everything. We need to talk about the tick. Um, I'll talk about so that. So that's, uh, that's, that's on, it starts on September 21st. But he's he's a friend of the producer. And they said, nice, let's do Professor Pig. Mm-hmm. Gotham, uh, Gotham's one of those shows that I actually really love it when I'm not thinking about a show. Hmm. Like if I'm not, if I, if I can turn critically off, I can just watch the hell out of Gotham and just love it and get real into it. But that's then, what I do. I then, turn critically off and I watch it. That's <laughs> good. That's good. Because the last thing I want for you to have to hear while you're watching a show is my voice. Saying, mm-hmm. Well, the one thing that I hate that they actually said about Gotham, and, and it irks me every time I'm watching it, because they keep hinting that Bruce is becoming Batman. Like, he's training. Like, you know, mm-hmm. Alfred's taking him under his wing. All that good stuff. But they said the show will end when he puts the cowl on. Uh, and I'm like, so you're never going to fucking do it. I think, so, I think, I think that he'll probably not be Batman. But he'll be wearing a mask. Oh yeah, just yeah, a vigilante yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So well, well, what about the tick? I finally watched. It. They've they've only released half of the episodes right now. There's more to come I in a month or yet. so. I watched, I watched all of them. I watched them all. We're a little yeah. polarized. It's uh, <clears throat> it's there's like eight episodes. It's all right mm. now. I think how do you, how do you write down? Ah, did, come on! That wasn't bad. that bad. I didn't like it. I did not like it. it I it, I thought it needed more action. I think it needed less Arthur. Yeah. Jesus Christ! I, I, I like Arthur on the new show because he's just been called like, Arthur. I like yeah, the but, idea that he's this paranoid conspiracy yeah, theorist. I like. I love that. how his dad died. I thought that was funnier than shit. Yeah. <laughs> I just I don't know. I thought it was. It, it, I think they actually made Arthur a lot more nuanced and human in this version because yeah. in the other ones oh, yeah. he's just some accountant that decides he wants to have a super suit yeah. and that's I, it. I think. Whereas now he has motivation. Mm-hmm. He has uh, mm-hmm. a reason for doing his things. He has spears. He Stakes. has. Steaks, exactly. My, my biggest steaks. thing, six episodes, and I couldn't. Rib it eyes. couldn't be more redundant. I just, I got mm. so bored I, with I it. I had, I had the same problem with another superhero show. 
You can say it. Yeah, I, I, I was falling asleep halfway through the Defenders. Mm. And uh, it wasn't because of the actors. The actors are great. I enjoy the hell out of them. I anytime, uh, anytime Danny Rand and, and Luke Cage were talking, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> do your heroes from higher because I, I hated, really hated the Iron Fist show. And this kid, uh, Finn Jones, was actually kind of cool in Defenders, even though his gimmick sucks. Um, well, let's circle back to Defenders. Let's yeah. uh, let's stick on Tick for just so, a minute. Um, do it. I quite enjoyed. Well, Peter Serafinowicz is the tick. I thought he yeah, was great. He's he clearly good. he's clearly doing an Adam West impression. My second favorite Shaun of the Dead character. Chum. Yes, and uh, that's what that's what I liked about it is that he's doing Adam West as the tick. Um, I like that he does not know his own origin. Mm-mm. Yeah, because he's nuts. And that's why you can't center on the tick. You have to center on Arthur. We need to be able to see through Arthur's eyes, because if you center on the tick, it's just a lot of goofy kind of mystery. Mm. Uh, so. It's a lot yeah. of it's like the, yeah. com- the like the cartoon that was on Fox back in the nineties. Mm-hmm. They centered on the tick, and so what you ended up with was a lot of of walking funny montages. Yeah, well, and that's what I was explaining to Sue because she watched it with me, and she goes, "Now I just did, I don't understand." I said, "Well, yeah. this this is not the tick that most people are used to because mm-hmm. the, the 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 tick from the cartoon is probably the one that most people are used to." And they had, you know, crazy characters like Chairface Chippendale. Mm-hmm. Who's they, big. Were all, they were all characters from the comics. From the comics. He was, and, and his motivation was he wants to write his name on the moon. <laughs> right. You know, and, and so this is clearly a more grounded tick. It's not as uh, well, fanciful. He's also, he's also lost the rights to all of his supporting characters. And then uh, there's that. Ben yeah. Edlund, who is still, he's still writing these episodes. He's written every tick there is, mm-hmm. as well as some of the best uh, seasons of Angel, Buffy, uh, Firefly, the guy's a damn good writer. Mm-hmm. But every time he gets a TV deal with the Tick, so it started with the cartoon. All of those characters, other than the Tick and Arthur, ended up belonging to, him. and that was the the true tragedy. Those were all of his characters from the comics. So Paul the Samurai, Chairface, Chippendale, they all ended up staying with Fox Kids. I didn't yeah. know that. And so then when the TV show started, all of a sudden he's got oh Batman. Well, well, you know what? Nestor Carbonell's hysterical, fantastic. And the whole thing about I had to rescue a whole bus of cheerleaders <laughs> several times. Yes, they were very appreciative. <laughs> uh, that's hysterical times, shit. But that was replacing Deflator Mouse, yeah. who they couldn't use. They couldn't because use. of that. And now the third TV series. They can't use any of those characters because yeah. he only every time they're like, "Oh, you go ahead and own the Tick and Arthur. We're taking everything else." So he has mm. to create new villains yeah. every you time. You don't get man-eating cow. Well, no, we, he still uh, has the terror every time. He has well, he has the terror and the and the talking dog. He was able to keep a hold of. Yeah, so there's some uh, there's some that I believe he gets yeah. like you're saying that he gets to keep, but mm-hmm. it seems like every single time he's got to come up with a new. Uh, and is it the ter- is it the red terror this time around too? It's just, just the, the terror. terror right now. Yeah, so it was the red terror last time, and he had a hammer and sickle. Yeah, well, that's from the. Comic oh no, that's yeah. that's different though, because in the yeah, in the is... Patrick Warburton there was the terror as well, mm-hmm. and then uh, I believe he was in the cartoon as well, the terror. I think so. Yeah. What, what about but, but what about the... little wooden boy? Nope. No. Little wooden boy. We haven't seen little wooden boy yet. <laughs> I <laughs> hope they bring little wooden and, boy. And none of these shows of I mean I can't remember in the comic he had his own Electra. And uh, he did, yeah. And, and he had to fight ninjas, and they were always hiding with branches and problems. Oh, yeah. the ninjas! If the ninjas were so if funny. If you've never read the Tick comic, it's so good. Fucking fix that! It's yeah. one best, of my favorite series best, of all time. Best art school project of all time. Is that Absolutely. how it started? Yeah, he was he was working his way through art school, oh. and he was just he just started drawing the Tick. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. just go pick up some back issues. Yeah. Uh, they have collections all over the place. The, ninja, the ninjas shit. all hiding. They're just standing in a row, and they're like holding <laughs> sticks with yeah. twigs, twigs with leaves. It's like nothing to see here. We are a hedge. <laughs> and I, had a, I had a t-shirt, a white t-shirt. So funny. They had the tick and Arthur walking on it, and all the way around it, 
was ninjas holding toys. Oh, nice. <laughs> there's a there's a story arc with Clark Oppenheimer who uh, oh, he's it's got Superman. He's, yeah, yeah, he's got his hypno glasses, and the tick got uh, tick's got some magical tie yeah. that makes it so he no one can. So it's just the tick in his stupid costume with a tie on, and everybody thinks he's a cub reporter. I I just you oh, know, and man. and I doubt they'll go into those wild characters. No, like, right. like probably you, not. You'll never see Apocalypse Cow. Although we did see. <laughs> We did see the the giant man. Yep, was there. Yeah, the giant uh, farmer. The giant farmer was there. <laughs> but I, think, I may I may have been harsh on it, but I will watch the tick over another show that uh, that I recently watched as well. Mm. Yeah, fuck the Inhumans. <laughs> oh, did, did you watch <laughs> it? Did you see it? We're gonna Whoa. we're gonna get a review of that later. Anyway, oh, oh, shit. Um, you saw it? He did. Back to uh, Defenders. Yeah. All right. Now you you weren't you weren't keen. Well. Uh, this goes back to kind of my Guardians 2 thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think I really hated Guardians 2. No, I enjoyed Guardians 2. I just had it. some issues with it. It's kind of like Return of the Jedi. I love Return of the Jedi. There's I nothing wrong with Return of the Jedi. I fucking hate Ewoks, but so what, Porgs. right? Still an interesting... Porgs might be my Ewoks. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I love Star Wars, so let's just enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Defenders, um, I thought it did a... I thought it was good to have only eight episodes. Yeah. I think it would have been because, great to have six. Because it just, I, I think it clicked along a little bit better. Yeah. Because I'm noticing the rest of these series that are coming in, the next Jessica Jones, the Punishers, they're all 13. And I, I kind of worry about stretching it out that much. If, they, if they've got a story to tell, go ahead and tell it. Yeah. And, well, and the that's, first Jessica Jones is fine at 13. For, well, and, and Tenet was good. And Luke Cage, I think, fell apart. I, I'm never. I'm, I'm never going to say that that show wasn't significant because it's really, really important to have mm-hmm. a black character in a black story in a black community because mm-hmm. it's something our media doesn't represent. But they lost their villain halfway through the show, and I yeah. think that was a contract. Well, thing. they replaced him with the, with the terrible villain, right? No, but I don't, I don't think they had a choice. I think their actor was just like, "Oh, I'm a movie star now. See ya." Well, I think maybe it, that's the case. I, think I don't it, know. I think it was more. He really. There's no way that that he could beat Luke. There was no. Right. There was no danger. There. Right. Uh, so I think they had to bring in a character who had the possibility of beating Luke that, to, to, to the, up the stakes. The Luke but, Cage series was the yeah. first time that what I'm what I'm realizing is the overall problem with the tech, with the defenders, with with everything. Uh, the Luke Cage show is the first time that I realized that the shows have no budget. And they don't because no. he he's fighting. Was it was it Hammerhead or Cottonmouth at the end? It, whoever he was fighting his brother. It was. Uh, Cottonmouth was the first. Cottonmouth was right. the first, and he was a great villain. See, we can't even remember his great name. actor. Yeah, so well, yeah, but he's wearing hammer tech, right? So he's yeah, got. So his here's, hammer. Here's your big, your big uh, tie-in to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He's wearing Justin Hammer's exosuit, and it looks like he's wearing uh, something made out of. It looks like he was on American Gladiators. Yeah, it's, it's just a <laughs> shitty-looking suit. It doesn't look like an Iron Man suit. He looks like he's wearing a, a, a castaway helmet from Legends of Tomorrow, and uh, <laughs> it just looked cheap. And then this uh, Iron Fist, same thing. The show was lit so poorly because they couldn't show the actor in the action scenes that you're just watching it going, it's not even him. It's a stunt double. You can tell because yeah. they're in silhouette every time they fight. And his fucking glow-in-the-dark uh, nightlight fist is chintzy looking, and they can't even afford to show that more than four times. Then he gets to Defenders, a show that literally padded two episodes with exposition out of eight episodes because they needed to fill eight episodes. There's mm-hmm. a scene in the fifth episode where Jessica leaves to go and do something. Mm-hmm. I can't even remember what she left to do. It was so inconsequential. <laughs> she was pulling plot. a Raphael. Oh, she was going to talk to that, the wife of that dead guy. Sure. It, yeah. it was, she was yeah. doing, doing the research She was on doing the some private eye shit. And no, then she comes back and throws a car through the window. And <laughs> yay! So she threw a car through the window. Great. Uh, the show was lacking budget. Even the last two episodes, they have this huge fight under New York. And it's great. And then you realize, oh, it's all in silhouette again. They 
couldn't light the fucking show to make sure that you can see the actors. Every once in a while, you see their faces. But I go back to End of the Badlands. I go, here's a show with great martial arts and great fight scenes that's well lit. You can tell that it's really the actors. Cool, let's do that. But they don't have the budget hmm. on Defenders. Or on The Tick, I think it's the same thing. They're like, oh, once we pay the licensing rights, we had 28 bucks left over to make the show. <laughs> It, it, the tick did look a little cheap. Um, but uh, speaking of looking a little cheap, yeah. Inhumans? Yeah. Okay, so they're showing the first two episodes? It's a, they said it was specially edited for the uh, for IMAX, and so I don't know what will be added or even taken away. They cut the bad parts out. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. I This should be better than it is, but I think it got rushed. Um, the uh, did you see it too? No, the, oh. the everything I'm I'm reading about it. People, people laughed when it. they showed the trailer at Comic Con. People yeah, laughed yeah. at it. Well, I'll just say like, my biggest issue with it is the acting. Yeah, I mean, and I and I I'm trying to look up his name real fast. The guy who played uh, he's playing Maximus. So he, he was Ramsey Bolton. Yeah, he's good. He's good. But then there's this girl who's playing Crystal. Who? What the fuck are you reading? Like I don't. It sounds like I mean it's like. A junior high fucking crystals. Play. Crystals, like, like, crystals are a really boring character to begin with. So if you don't do something to make her interesting, no. I'm su- I'm surprised she was there. Honestly, but Ma- Medusa's pretty good. Really? Yeah, she's I, all right. I didn't care for her, but well, I haven't seen it, so I don't know. Um, they had a lot of IMAX money thrown at this thing. Yeah. yeah. And so I thought that they would do a better job. I think it was rushed. I really do. I think I think it's rushed. I, but the funny part about it is we've been talking about Inhumans as a project for a couple of years now. Yeah. So yeah. it was supposed to be a movie in 2019, and then they realized, oh, this this is weird. No one gets does, it. Does Black Bolt ever put on a mask? No. Well, he's only seen the first. But two yeah, episodes. that guy. I didn't even recognize him. He's the he's the lead. Uh, he's from uh, Bohannon from uh, Hell on Wheels. Wheels. Yeah. Great fucking actor. Mm-hmm. And you cast a charismatic actor who can deliver good lines as a mute. Who can't, who talk. can't yeah. talk? Yeah, great. He, he says a few things. Um, uh, just the action's cheesy. It just it doesn't work. And so, what, does, what about Lockjaw? He shows up every now and then he's when they can afford giant him. dog balls when they can afford him. <laughs> well, so it's Tony in, will like, like a lot. <laughs> so it's in uh, it's in IMAX theaters just this weekend, or uh, I I don't know. I just saw, I saw it yesterday. I mean, I was shocked the theater was packed. I'm lying. There was four people in there, <laughs> so, See, yeah. and that's oh, the other man. thing. So it's in theaters right now. Mm-hmm. Well, it's in IMAX. Theater. Yeah, I saw it yesterday. What that's the, the fuck? Thing. They, they no, haven't even advertised. No, it. that's the point. Yeah, that's my point. Is that they really did not promote this thing well. The yeah. only place that I ever saw promotion for it was on Twitter. They know it's a turd, and I think that's it. I think they know it's there. Um, something's fucked but up. But we, we were talking about this on uh, while we were hanging out at Jimmy's house a little bit beforehand. They don't know what their property is. No. They don't understand the license. I mean, Jack Kirby and and Stan Lee when they created these characters. It was right around the t- the same time they did the New Gods, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, as well. Yeah. It was 50, it was like, Fifty years ago, it was yeah. like Kirby's acid phase. Yeah, you know. So the Inhumans it was are, weird as fuck. It was weird as shit. So you need a Dan Stevens character who took a a, a kind of weird third tier character like Legion and made him cool. Yeah, and you can't. It, it's part of the overall problem. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna do a Defender show. And we're going to put three non-costume superheroes in the same room with a costume superhero, which kind of makes your costume superhero look a little goofy, just a little bit. So the same with the, with with uh, Inhumans. You've got a really weird thing, and you're playing it straight. 
Did Gorgon have hooves? Yes. Yeah, he does. Yes, well, he does. Did he they... almost drowns because he can't swim. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, cause, fuck off! Because you know what, yeah. deer can't swim. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll say this: the one they thing kind of or moose. It kind of irked me too because I mean, like we're we're so far into the MCU, and if this is going to be a part of the MCU, which I believe it is, yeah. is that people are still reacting like shit's fucking weird when someone comes out of the you know thin blue, like you know, like I was like, you have yeah. aliens invading New York. You have like that. I was like, people would not be. I think the I'd fuck still be out. weirded out. They've got, I don't know. They, I'd be like, oh fuck! They actually hit something that uh, a former panelist on the show brought up is is that is kind of the the red herring with all of this is what is the true the true problem with all of these threats that keep showing up on Earth that all, you know the agents of Shield have to deal with or the defenders have to deal with or the Inhumans have to deal with when you have a Hulk or a Thor or a Captain America or an Iron Man. Yeah, I mean, you should. I know they're supposed to be part of the same universe, but you should maybe say, where's Iron Man at a time like this? Where's, uh, it should definitely be acknowledged, I think. Yeah, yeah instead because... they talk about the incident, or they wink about, you know, oh, yeah. you're the flag waver. And uh, I know that was bothering you during Jessica Jones. We talked about it a little bit. You're like, oh, they keep talking about the flag waver, or, or, or get the, the big magic The hammer. big green guy. Yeah, yeah. And they never yeah. actually call him out by name. At this point, you kind of have to acknowledge that, because well, is the hand destroying Manhattan really a cosmic threat? Well, no. See, that's the thing that's kind of bugging me now with the defenders and the sins. And I, I know, I know that the street level superheroes and stuff like that. But like when they show footage of fucking Thanos pulling the moon out of the goddamn sky and like throwing it at the Avengers, and you're like, I have a fist fight in the hallway. Yeah, like, cool. It's you a know? great. So, it was a great looking fist fight. Yeah. Too bad no. you couldn't turn the lights on. But it just, it, if you're going <laughs> to be in that same universe, it just takes away from it. I think. Yeah, and, and so acknowledge it at some point. Say, you know, we have to. The, or, hey, I hear the Avengers are out in space fighting some purple guy. Yeah, it's up to us now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, something like that. Well, but minor they, quibble. They don't do it in the comics, though. I mean, I read Daredevil, and he doesn't talk necessarily because well, he jumps. Like that, he jumps you know? into action. But there's also the acknowledgement that yeah. we do know there's other shit going on with with these other characters. They even brought it up in uh, in uh, the the second Avengers movie. They were taking down Hydra bases. That's why you never saw them in any other property. That's what they'd been doing for the two years in between Avengers movies. Mm-hmm. They were taking down Hydra. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Thanks. Well, and you remove uh, Thor and Hulk from the playing field right. by having them going off on a thing, mm-hmm. which we're going to see in November. Oh, God. God. So, I saw that trailer before in Humans. I just yeah. looked so goddamn and if good. You, if you want to know what kind of humor you're going to be looking at in this movie, go watch What We Do in Shadows. So yep. That's a great that's, movie. That's the yep. writer and director. Yep. yep. I was going to say about... Just producing enough uh, episodes to tell a story. I rewatched a perfect example of that. We were talking about in the car. I rewatched the entire series of The Good Place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it's on Netflix now. If you've never watched it. The first season. The first season. Okay. Yeah. If you've never watched it, watch it. I think, I think it is one of the smartest. Yeah, it and really is. And best yeah. acted and best written comedies it's really, of all time. It's as really I, good. As we record this, I watched it for the first time, like, Five days ago. Oh, really? Yeah, I've never seen it before. It's great, isn't oh. it? I'm going to say to you, Carrie, hmm. you should rewatch it. Rewatch it? Because I watched a, it It's originally. a different yeah. show the second time It's a around. different show. Oh, because you know. Because you, oh, know, you know how it ends. You see the long game. Fucking laugh. Yeah. And you so, actually realize that was the long game from the first episode. Okay. Yep. So I so I rewatched <laughs> the whole thing again, and, see, and, I, and I fucking loved it. I loved every second I, of it. I kind of watched it with those lenses on because I saw the last episode at your house yeah. when it yeah. first aired, so never, I knew the you, whole... And you were like, this is fucking good. Yeah. I've never seen any you, other no, episode. Really you started good. on the last episode of season one? Yeah. Oh, I'd never watched it before, so I didn't really, you know, I didn't have a, you know, a, a dog in this fight, and so I just, I watched it 
at Shannon's house and I saw the twist. Uh, and so when I rewatched it on Netflix, like I, you I, think, I, I knew in the back of my yeah. head what I it was the really challenge. Going. You watch it, you watch it differently. Yeah, yeah. I think the challenge I would lay down to anybody who wants to do a show. I mean, and of course, everybody listens to the show, so they know they all those studio execs. Hollywood are, does. Yes. I think it has the greatest description of the human race when, when they describe frozen yogurt. Yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 I, that's, it's a little it's, fucked up. No, he goes. That's the. It's so quintessentially human. You take something really good. And you make it a little worse so that you can have more of it. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, I, what I would say to all of these execs that are doing these shows, that have these properties, that they spent so much fucking money on. Because guess what? In humans is expensive. It mm-hmm. was expensive just to get the words in humans yeah. in front yeah. of ABC. Yeah. Even though ABC is owned by the company that owns the Inhumans, it yep. still had to pay for it. Yeah. I, w- I would say look at a show like Legion. Or look at a show. Uh, there, there's a couple others that have, uh, well, actually Dan Stevens did... Uh, Fargo. Uh, it's yeah. another show that had exactly God. the number of Noah, episodes it yeah. needed to tell yeah. the story. Noah Hawley. So, no uh, Defenders. Again, I bet you if if I had the studio prowess to sit down with an editing deck, I bet you I could make six episodes of a phenomenal show hmm. instead of eight episodes of a show that I drifted away well, from. That's what they do in the, on the BBC. Well, I was yeah. just about to say, we need yeah. to focus more on what the BBC does and you know, have two or three seasons, get the fuck out, you know, tell your story. Well, even in then. Eight episodes. You know, this, like, I've, I've been rewatching uh, what they sent to me on Blu-ray was Supergirl. And there's so much fucking dumb shit in there. So much filler, <laughs> and you could get away with that. You could you could trim that fat out. And the BBC is guilty of this too. They've done it a couple times, but there have been seasons of Doctor Who where they do 14 episodes in a season because they have a story to tell. Mm-hmm. And then the next year there might only be five, and a couple of them might be shit. But you can still do the same thing. Defenders could have been a really brisk, fun six hours. On the other hand, Game of Thrones could have used another episode in the seventh season. Mm-hmm. I so, agree. I agree. You know, a perfect example of it is The Office. So the British office oh, yeah. was thought, what, three seasons? Two three, seasons. Yeah. Two or three. Two or three. Two or three. Yeah. yeah. Told the story. That, you know, once again, as many episodes as they needed. It was, f- it, and it left, and you were like, that was Black, great. Black Adder, Red yeah. Dwarf. Well, those, but are, then, those are shows that they still do well, episodes But of. what I was going to say is that, so the, then we have the American office. And it's on for like 12 seasons. 12 seasons. <laughs> they try to continue on when fucking Steve Carell leaves, and everybody hates it yeah. by the end. And it's just like. What's the point? Oh, it, it's it came to a sputtering stop yeah. by the yeah. end of it. You're like, please stop. Well, they the did some good shit, though, I mean, beyond there, what the British there, show there did. There was, sure. uh, there was some good Ed Helms episodes yeah. in yeah. that final season. Were, were they necessary? No. no. Well, I mean, I enjoyed them. Yeah. There was still yeah. good TV after Steve Carell left. It just wasn't as consistent. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, the other thing that's crazy about BBC is they'll drop a show for five years. Yeah, and then just bring it back and not be a reboot, not be an, it's just a continuation of where they left off five years ago. Mm-hmm. You, you go look at the IMDb of Red Dwarf. Yep, there's oh, like yeah, there's giant gaps. There's like four to eight year gaps between some of the seasons. <laughs> and and that show has had not only is it slapstick and funny, it's had some really compelling and sometimes terrifying uh, science fiction elements to it. Mm-hmm. Ace Rimmer is a great character, mm-hmm. uh, and they just did an episode recently, and this is a show that was on when I was a teenager. Yeah, exactly. So, mm-hmm. All right, we got some more casting uh, coming up. As a matter of fact, uh, we, we found our Dick Grayson, just so you know. Oh, yes. Oh. After these messages, we'll be right back. Salt Lake Comic Con 2017 is coming September 21st through the 23rd at Salt Palace Convention Center. Meet celebrity guests like Hollywood legend Dick Van Dyke, Elijah Wood, a.k.a. Frodo from Lord of the Rings, Val Kilmer from Top Gun and Batman, John Burenthal from The Punisher, 16 Candles John and Joan Cusack, Back to the Future's Christopher Lloyd, plus Michael Rooker, Rob Schneider, and more. 
Geek out with stars from your favorite fandoms like Guardians of the Galaxy, Walking Dead, Star Wars, Doctor Who, and Back to the Future. Get your discounted passes today at SaltLakeComicCon.com. Well, let's see what's going on at Dr. Volt's Comic Connection in September. Oh, Dr. Volt's will see you at Salt Lake Comic Con September 21st through the 23rd. They're going to be offering a lot of special deals and hosting the creators of the Salt City Strangers and the Mighty Trump. They will be there signing their new comic, Ruthless. So stop by and say hey and get the best deal at the con. Uh, the Runaways are returning to comics with their original lineup. It's perfect uh, jumping on point for those wanting to prepare for the new Hulu TV series. It's written by YA author Rainbow Rowell. And this is exciting. Star Wars Adventures, introducing a new era in all ages Star Wars comics. Each issue in the monthly series will feature two stories starring your favorite Star Wars characters from all films. The debut issue will reveal Rey's early adventures on Jakku, as well as a comical tale of clone catastrophe. And of course, I'm excited, Marvel Legacy comes to you in September. They're open seven days a week. Hold service is free, and with that, you get a 20% discount off of your purchases over $20 or more, and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake City. Don't be surprised when you see one of the Geek Show guys or me there. They are the friendly comic book store in Salt Lake. They are Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Cabin Fever has been providing customers with hand-picked greeting cards, gift wrap, books, and gifts ever since they opened their doors in 1982. Currently located in the heart of Trolley Square on the corner of 500 South and 700 East, Cabin Fever loves all their customers, some of them meeky, some geeky, a handful or two freaky. With Comic-Con coming up this month, think about grabbing a new lanyard at Cabin Fever. New merchandise coming in daily in preparation for the holidays. You never know what you're going to find. You can talk about the Cthulhu pendants, the games, the walls and walls of greeting cards, but do yourself a favor, etch out about an hour and a half to two hours of your day and go in and see what Cabin Fever carries. Ask for David, tell him Geek Show says hey, he loves to chat about B-movies and exploitation films of the 60s and 70s. If you have a sweet tooth, that's great. They have a nostalgic collection of candy awaiting you, candy and bubblegum cigarettes as well as boxes of decade candy from the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s and 90s. You may not know this, but Cabin Fever picks every item for the store by hand, from the books to the greeting cards to the action figures, all of it, even the wrapping paper and bows. Stop by, say hi, tell them Geek Show says hey. They love the Geek Show customers. Since 1982, it's Cabin Fever, so much more than a card store. Hey, are you doing all the work? I mean, are you having groceries, ingredients shipped to your home, and then you're doing all the work? I mean, really, you couldn't send me pre-made croutons? I gotta slice the almonds? All that packaging and ice packs, that can't be good for the environment either. Let Chef Daniel do it for you. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook or are too busy or have decided to make changes in their diet and don't know where to start. This is from scratch cooking in resealable, reusable containers. Ask Shannon. He's used this service. Menu changes weekly. You can order as much or as little as you like. No commitment to order every week. Daniel can accommodate all food preferences and allergies, vegan, vegetarian, paleo, gluten, and dairy-free. Daniel sources a lot of ingredients locally. He's proud to source and serve a lot of local product. Go to his website, Cantu's Catering, C-A-N-T-U-S Catering.com for more information or to submit a home delivery request or contact Chef Daniel at 801-359-6035. Oh, Daniel can cater your party or special event no matter how big or small. Ask me or Jimmy about that. He's done that for us before. And you get a special discount if you tell Daniel, Geek Show says hey. 
Salt Lake Comic Con 2017 is coming September 21st through the 23rd at Salt Palace Convention Center. Meet celebrity guests like Hollywood legend Dick Van Dyke, Elijah Wood, a.k.a. Frodo from Lord of the Rings, Val Kilmer from Top Gun and Batman, John Burenthal from The Punisher, 16 Candles John and Joan Cusack, Back to the Future's Christopher Lloyd, plus Michael Rooker, Rob Schneider, and more. Geek out with stars from your favorite fandoms like Guardians of the Galaxy, Walking Dead, Star Wars, Doctor Who, and Back to the Future. Get your discounted passes today at saltlakecomicon.com. Talking about sex can be uncomfortable. And you know it shouldn't have to be. At Black Velvet Boutique, they believe there's no shame in sex or wanting to be educated about sex. Black Velvet Boutique is an all-inclusive, judgment-free shopping environment. They emphasize positive relationships between partners and with oneself. Black Velvet Boutique, they're located on 293 South State Street in Clearfield, Utah. You can go to blackvelvetboutique.com or give them a call, 801-525-1583. They're open seven days a week. They are locally owned and operated, staffed by some really cool, fun, compassionate, and caring women, Dawn and Leah. Very supportive, very passionate about making sure that uh, their customers have a positive experience. You're free to shop anonymously or engage with any of the Black Velvet Boutique staff. They're interested in building honest dialogue and relationships with their customers and helping people make informed choices. Black Velvet Boutique is its not a porn store or a novelty store. It's for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. Black Velvet Boutique, huge advocates of self-care, which is about understanding your body and sexual needs and desires. Visit them at their store, 293 South State Street in Clearfield, or call them. Ask them about their free workshops, Black Velvet Boutique. And we are back. Woo! All right, uh, let's see. Get a better villain. That's Christian all I have Slater. to say. Get okay. Christian Slater. Oh, he'd be a great villain. Great villain. Who, who can he play in the MCU? What's the best Christian Slater movie to date? Cuffs? Uh, Cuffs is, <laughs> Cuffs is not. I would say gleaming the cube in the name of the rose. Okay, uh, it's a it's a Benedictine monk I, detective story. Yeah, uh, there's gleaming the cube. I'm gonna say I know the one you're gonna say. Fucking true romance. True man. romance. Oh, true romance is great. Fuck, yeah, I but, but honestly, you want to see him really, really fucking good, Mister Mister Robot. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say Mister Robot. Mister Robot. But He's, you guys are the volume. You guys are forgetting his his actually his best part. Is, uh, as uh, as Sulu's yeoman yes. in Star Trek VI. <laughs> and again, poorly lit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Couldn't tell if it was really him, but Couldn't that tell. voice. Did Mr. Mr. Robot get... I, I stopped after season one. It made me really mad. It's really good. <laughs> it's, it's a frustrating it's, show, but I it's got the, super the good. The whole... I don't want to ruin it if people want to watch it, but the twist at the end of season one, I was like, really? Uh, no, I liked that. I liked it. I've got the first season on Blu-ray. I've never watched it. It's. I love that yeah. show. The it's, first, it's I love everything to the very end. That kid from Night at the Museum, he's great. <laughs> he was uh, an Egyptian in that yeah. movie. Yeah, he's Ramses. That's right. Uh, well, we have our Dick Grayson. Ooh! For what? For uh, Titans, the, the live oh, action okay. series that will be not on TV. I'm sure it'll Motherfuckers. have Motherfuckers. Sure it'll have app a, bullshit? It's another, more app. Oh, yep. Fuck off. That's, uh, not oh, you. This is, uh, <laughs> we, we had a warning that the corporatization of entertainment is coming. And, yeah. uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, revolves around Dick Grayson, who emerges from the shadows to become leader of Fearless Band of Heroes, Starfire, Raven, and more. Uh, Greg Berlanti, Akiva Goldsman, Jeff Johns. Uh, they're all involved. There's going to be a lot of dating and, and romance drama. It is uh, the, let's see, is the actor is Brendan Thwaites. He's from Dead Men Tell No Tales, Pirates of the Caribbean. I think he's, uh, what's his name's kid? Oh, yeah, he's not a bad actor. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah. And it doesn't say whether it's Robin or Nightwing. It's going to be Nightwing. They're not saying. It's going to be Nightwing. With a flashback to Robin. 
think? Yeah. It's gotta what? be Nightwing. Yeah, might, Wait, am I? Yeah, it might I thought, be Robin. I thought Robin turned into Nightwing. Yeah, he yeah, does. Dick okay. Grayson does. Yeah, that's what I thought. Oh, yeah. but he what? was Robin at first. In yeah, the he was Robin. Yeah. He was Robin, and then so, uh, if it's Robin, that's stupid. Okay. And the okay. actor's name is pronounced Joseph Gordon Levitt. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so, so it was uh, it was Robin with the with little tights with the little <laughs> chainmail bikini bottoms. Yeah, yeah. And then Tim Burton redesigned the costume because no way in hell his exact words. I don't want to shoot the scene where Bruce takes Dick down to Fredericks of Hollywood to pick out his new costume. Why not? <laughs> What's uh, what app is that going to be on? Uh, it just it says a a, a DC. Let's see, the show will debut in 2018 on the DC Comics branded digital platform. Oh, so yeah, it doesn't exist. It's yet. a yeah. new one. Let's yeah. let's just remember the lesson we learned from Powers. Oh yeah, mm. remember Powers? Yeah. I know. Yeah. I sure don't. I, I PlayStation Network. I enjoyed. No, no, not Powers. I'm thinking of. Uh, You're thinking of Powerless. Powerless. Thank yeah. you. Oh, Powerless was good. This this whole you know. App bullshit. I think it's going to get the test of time with Star Trek. I think if because if yeah. that flops, which I, I I'm going to I'll say it right now. I think it's going to flop. It's I not think gonna, after it's s- not going to flop internationally. Well, great. Right. Yeah, because they have a distribution model internationally. Yeah, well, yeah, you get exactly. to see it on Netflix internationally, yep. but and I, that's where it should be to begin with. I think yes. it's going to fucking bomb. Because yeah, most people, well, think about your CBS crowd first of all. They watch fucking NCIS and CSI. It's, it's like, not. It's not the CBS crowd that they're shooting for. They're shooting I, for the Star Trek. Crowd. They're shooting for us. But they're going to sh- they're going to show it on. The, you know TBS to begin with, mm-hmm. and, the then first like, episode. and then they're going to be like, okay, so now you got to go to the app thing. How many people are really going to do that? Uh, be no here. one, because they're all going to be going to a torrent site, yep. and they're going to be doing uh, like Game of Thrones. Yep. How many seasons did it take before HBO said, you know what, we need to put HBO Go accessibly and and reasonably priced on every single streaming? And it app needs to be on there the next day. Yep. Yeah, and it needs to be there. Next so day. so no, I have on, no, it's on day, day of. of now. Huh? I have HBO Go through Amazon. Uh, so it's 15 bucks a month, yeah. so I don't have to have a cable subscription. I have my Amazon Prime subscription. I can turn that on as it airs and watch it directly. It took them five fucking years to do You're that. Right. Well, here's no, the thing I was, I was marathoning say. Game of Thrones, and I was catching up, and the, there was one episode, like I don't know, four or five, whichever one it was, and it started airing on you know HBO as I was watching on HBO mm-hmm. Go, and by the time I was done with one of the episode to catch up, it was already on HBO Go. Yep. Ready well, to rock What I was going to say is like, so like, I pay way too much for my cable. I'll just say it. Oh, know? I pay a shit ton. And but here's the thing, I can see there's lots of people who are like I'm not gonna, I can't afford cable, mm-hmm. yep. so I'm gonna use Netflix and Hulu. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, now you're gonna have to buy fucking CBS, the fucking Disney thing. I DC. won't do it. Fucking I won't do uh, it. DC thing. The only way it Amazon can work it's Prime, you know, and I, if it's I, potentially, right, you could but do potentially. It. You could get to the point where it's just as expensive, and you got like fifteen different fucking platforms you well, have to go to. And you know. and here's the thing: I guess I'm, what am I complaining about? It's like TV stations. Yeah, I will. I will uh, <laughs> get off his lawn. Yeah, but they all come with your cable. <laughs> That's though, true. Is what you're talking about. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, ease, ease of use is much better on cable now, and satellite right now. The thing is, though, they're spending so much money on this Star Trek series. The special effects it are going to be incredible. Beautiful. It's just beautiful yeah. looking. The best Klingons and, and I've pe- ever seen. And people are going to be watching it on their goddamn phone. On their fu- Check I'm not. out that Enterprise. Well, no. <laughs> you know? The, the well, CBS app is, is on uh, I mean, yeah, Apple I c- TV. And I mean, it's I can on... get it on my big screen in here, yeah. and that's what I'll do. But right. but still, it, 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 the majority of people are going to be watching it on their goddamn phone. Mm, those people the, are foolish. This is one of those things I'm just going to be like, well, luckily I know a guy who can steal it. <laughs> I usually don't steal shows. You know, I think it's shitty because people need to get paid. Yeah. You know, but so this, time people... I'm, this time I'm like... My, my fear, though, about the Star Trek thing is, and 
I, I'm with Jimmy. I think it, it is going to, they're going to wind up saying it was a failure. Mm-hmm. My worry is that they're going to blame that it was a female lead. Or they're oh, going to blame, or they're going to blame Star Trek not being a strong enough yeah, license. Or that. Yeah. Yeah. And, so and how much is the CBS All Access app? It's eight uh, bucks a month. Yeah. Okay. And how much is the, the Disney, the Disney one bothers me because they made a really good deal with Netflix, but all my Disney content, I own it streaming anyway they don't so. have a disney platform yet it's still it's in, in the 2018 works. yeah, yeah. i realize yeah. that but they're going to be all of these all of these different services they'll all so. be about 10 or 12 bucks right give or take so. but on the other hand here's here's the devil's advocate thing if you've got a full i'm not even talking about a basic lineup of of cable but if you've got a full lineup of cable with you know the majority of the stations say even the even the deluxe premiums channels like hbo and showtime you're paying 145 dollars a month easy that's that's about what you're paying for mm-hmm. the fully loaded set. I know it can go up to 180. So that's just for TV. With that, you are paying BYU TV. With that, you are paying uh, about 15 different evangelical stations. Mm-hmm. Now, if that's your boat, go ahead and float it. Um, you're paying for, well, for somebody like me to be paying for sports programming. That doesn't yeah. make. I was going to say, even that aside, just the stuff you don't even care about watching. Right. So why know. are you paying for that? On the other hand, I have uh, Netflix for 15 a month. I've got the commercial free Hulu for 12. So uh, I pay for YouTube Red. You're at uh, YouTube, YouTube Red. Uh, what's that? Eight, ten bucks a month. Eight, ten bucks a eight, month. Eight, so ten, I'm yeah. at I'm at less than forty 30, still. Thirty-seven. Um, if I were to pay another eight for CBS All Access, I'm at forty-five. Yep. Um, I just paid but, my but Comcast then bill. It was but then one hundred ninety-six dollars. Yeah. Fifteen for HBO Go. So you're at sixty. Right. But HBO Go, but I like to pay for cable. You're also paying Jimmy Martin. That's true. That's, That's true. That, <laughs> Thanks for watching. That is that. There, there is some truth to that. But it, again, it it chafes me that when I get a cable bill, that I'm actually paying for BYU TV. Yeah, because yeah. That's just me. They should go a la carte. You should be able to say. Well, I, I think that the number of channels that I, I've got everything. Here's, and, yeah, so do I. And the Here's number the thing. of the number of channels I watch maybe ten. Yeah, you guys. I'm, I I would say for me it's five. I know? think it is five channels. I'm, probably. Yeah. yeah, I watch. MSNBC, Food, <laughs> Food Network, Cartoon Network, Cartoon Network, HBO, HBO, Showtime, Playboy Channel, oh Bunchy, oh Bunchy, <laughs> Showtime, uh, AMC, <laughs> You Love Your Preacher, oh, I got my, oh, <laughs> <laughs> so no, I probably watch ten channels, but those yeah. shows are those shows are three dollars a piece, all a cart. So I mean, if you're buying them, if you're not MSNBC, a I don't gotta care. have my news, yeah. What were you going to say, Tony? I was going to say that it's it's going in that direction uh, slowly, but you have companies like DirecTV with DirecTV Now. These are all IPTV companies that do all of it over the internet. DirecTV Now, PlayStation TV, Sling TV, uh, what's the other one? Oh, YouTube TV. But they're still packages. Hulu TV. They're still packages, but they're small packages for about 40 bucks a month, and yeah. then you add what you want after that. Yeah. You have the, the base package. And then you pick what you want after that. And then that. you just add channels. You don't have to have like a different package. No, uh, it, you depends on, it depends on the platform. Depends, on, but I don't know it, would, it would not surprise me at all if it went to a per channel basis within the next decade. Well, how many how many years have they been fighting over a la carte programming? Oh, I mean, yeah. Every time it Forever. comes up, and they're like, oh no, but Lifetime wants their 17 channels as part of the package. So if you want Lifetime, you well, have to bring these other 17 channels. Yeah. Even then, you buy it, you buy it by a network. Yeah. You know, the Lifetime network, whoever owns them. You have the ABC yeah. network. Network and you get all their sub channels. You buy the Lifetime Network. Up, Tony? But I buy two of those. God, you buy the ABC channel. That's like every channel. Now. I don't know why you guys are buying packages. Pornhub's free. That's true. I, I watch. I watch everything I want to watch. If the show is not on one of the services I use, I buy it by the episode or I buy it by the season. Yeah, and you can already and do that on Amazon. I buy it through Amazon or, 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 or through, iTunes or Vudu. Or Vudu. You can buy them all individually, yeah. and that's how I get shows like Legion that I, you know, I don't get FX streaming on anything. So mm-hmm. I buy Legion individually. 
but I'm still paying less than $50 a month hmm. for everything I want to watch. Yep. All right. Um, kudos to Ed Screen. Yeah. Now, see, I did not know about this character when we announced it last week. I did not know that this character that he was cast as, Major Ben Diamo. Yep. Is uh, uh, Japanese or half Japanese? I, or? I don't want to be wrong. So, okay. but he's we, of we, Asiatic we, descent. He's, he's yeah. Asian, yeah. And Ed Screen found out about that. He was cast, right? He was cast. He had the job. This, this is uh, the Hellboy reboot. Hell, yeah. Well, and and he he was uh, he was Ajax in Deadpool. Yes. Yeah. Oh, is that him? Yeah. And uh, he found out that the character was of Asian descent, and he said, "Sorry, not going to do it." Yeah. So kudos to him. His statement, yeah, his statement is clear that representing this character in a culturally accurate, accurate way holds significance for people, and that to neglect this responsibility would continue a worrying tendency to obscure ethnic minority stories and voice in the arts. I feel it's important to honor. He spelled honor like like a British guy. With you, honor, honor, and respect <laughs> that. Therefore, I have decided to step down the role so it can be passed on appropriately. Representation of ethnic diversity is important, especially to me, as I have mixed heritage family. Oh, it's our responsibility to make moral decisions in difficult times and to give voice to inclusivity. Oh, I love that. Uh, it is uh, my hope that one day these discussions will become less necessary and that we can help make equal representation of the arts a reality. So I think he good. did a cool thing, but I'm really glad that Martin Short got a job. Uh, <laughs> did, you, did, you see, did you see Chloe Bennett's response to that? Yes. Yeah, yeah talking was, about that her was kind of amazing because some people were like, oh, you're being a hypocrite because you changed your name from Wong to Bennett. And she's like, yeah, because... Uh, I had to. I had to because no one wants to hire uh, a somewhat white-looking Chinese woman named Wong. Chloe they, Wong, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's so, a great Seinfeld episode about that. Yeah. <laughs> Donna so, Chang. So there you go. All right, now this is another thing that is out there. And uh, you, you, you're sitting there in your cubicle. Go and find these. Uh, Blade Runner 2049 Prologue series. Yes. Uh, filling in gaps after the original. So the question is, what happened in the years between the original Blade Runner movie and the new one that's coming, Blade Runner 2049? There is a series of shorts on the internet that explain some of the shifts in mythology of replicants and replicant hunters. And I watched one just recently with uh, Jared Leto mm-hmm. as this uh, blind character who uh, I guess he's like uh, one of the inventors mm-hmm. of of the replicants. And it was he was so good. I'm like, why isn't this in the movie? Yeah, because the movie is like over two and a half hours long. Apparently, that might be why. Is um, it really? Yeah, it's it's a it's got a long runtime. There's a Vangelis song that goes on for 42 minutes uninterrupted. <laughs> nice. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, Nexus Dawn is, is the one that I watched with. Uh, he was Neander Wallace, who claims to have created a new line of replicants that improve upon those seen in the original movie that, w- that are now outlawed by authorities. No incept date. Much to Wallace's unhappiness. He said, uh, and these are some of the lines that he does. Go and see it. It's, it's just brilliant. Humanity has only survived this long by, cr- by crushing Earth to suit its needs. <coughs> Uh, let's see, Wallace uh, tells the, the he's, he's talking to like the, the rulers or whoever they were. The stars, our only hope, are hidden behind the lives that you will not allow me to create. Oh, wow. Uh, it's just, it's, it's some great stuff, and there's, there's several of them. There's, uh, so look for them. Um, some of the highlights, and this is in the history. 2023, replicant prohibition takes effect. 2025, Wallace Corporation helps solve the world's food shortage. Because that's, that's a great line in there. It says, you guys don't remember hunger. Yeah. Like, wow, that's cool. Uh, 2030, Wallace helps legislation repealing rep- replicant prohibition. 2049, thir- 30 years after Deckard and Rachel escaped, 
Uh, Los Angeles has changed dramatically. Humans who can't afford to get off-world colonies are left behind. Society is divided into two classes, replicant and humans. Well, that's your your Elysium angle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Only the rich can live nicely. That's so, a purge. So, uh, I, you know, Jimmy wrote a... Uh, what is it? A fifteen-page, fifteen-page paper, <laughs> paper on on the original Blade Runner. It's called a Dark Horizon. <laughs> a look into neo noir films. So I, I, that's your homework assignment. Is I want you to go and find these shorts. Are you, have you already seen? Them? I've seen the one with him. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and tell us what. No, what? I'm, I'm excited for it. Didn't I always forget his last name? Dennis Venuel? Is that how you say it? Uh, he see. did a rival. Just he's the one who's directing Blade uh, Runner. Yes. Uh, villain Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Yeah. Villeneuve. Great director. Yeah. I'm just. I'm, I think the visuals just. Look I mean, all the stunning. All really the stuff cool. I saw looked like it jumped right out of the the original movie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly. So. I'm excited for that one. That's so. uh, that's very cool. Uh, a couple of other things, and then um, we'll get. To, yes. Sorry, I, I don't mean to bring the room down. Uh oh. <laughs> Sir Tom Jones. Tom Jones. The singer. Oh, really? What's He's new? Not dead. Oh, He's not okay. dead. All right. All right. He was set to begin a U.S. tour five days from now. Canceled it because of health issues. Mm-hmm. You know, Harry. You know, we should be raising a glass to you know, Who? Oscar Goldman. Oh shit! Let's do that right now. You didn't? Yeah. Uh, and I don't have the obituary here in front of me, but is it like a thousand years old? He yeah. he was my, he was ninety one. Wow. The guy who played Oscar Goldman in the Six Million Dollar Man he, movie. He was rich Corinthian leather. He was he was in Forbidden Planet. He was in yeah. quite a lot of stuff. I'm predicting. And uh, he had the best. Uh, Action figure accessory. I heard, you t- heard you talk about this on the radio. Best action figure accessory that ever existed. Because you know he's just a guy, right? He With had a suit. the exploding briefcase. Yep. So. Yep. I'm, I'm predicting this year we're losing Willie and Tom Jones. You think Willie? Oh God, I hope you're wrong. Well, okay, no, because Willie Nelson. Yeah, because yeah, oh. he was in town. He was recently. in town and he sang like just a few songs mm-hmm. and had to. Cancel because of uh, alt- uh, altitude issues. Yeah. You know who the last person that did that in Salt Lake? Lemmy. 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 Yeah, Dead. Did, did the exact same thing? Dead three months yeah, later. Three Salt, months Salt later. Lake killed him. Uh, you know what else has been killed? Uh, the sci fi show Dark Matter has been uh, Really? Yeah, yes. I read this that, this morning. That, I'm not going to say it was a great show, but it, but it was, was thoroughly entertaining. Let me yeah. tell you. How did that show get canceled and Killjoys get two more seasons? Two more seasons. Of Wait, some what, BS did, right did there. Killjoys. Fall apart. I just didn't think it was as good as Dark Matter from no. the beginning. No, I thought the first season of Killjoys was a lot of fun, but you but know, yeah, space, they, space bounty hunters. They're right, in, they're in their uh, third season of Killjoys, and right they now. got guaranteed two more, so they really? can do a five season. And arc. Dark Matter got canceled. I think that canceled. may have more to do with the producer behind Killjoys. Oh mm. yeah, yeah, she's the one that uh, she's the one that did that that show about the succubus that um, could, oh that, that yeah, fought yeah, yeah. crime and fairies and all this other shit. What was she's, the name of that? I don't See, and, and anyway. it fell apart when she left. And I've got oh. I've got a bunch of dark matter up, up in my DVR right it's now. It's good, and, man. And, I enjoy it. And I it. keep saying I need to watch it, but I just I can't I just I can't muster up uh, the energy. As long as they don't cancel the expanse, I'll yeah, be okay. That would yeah. I need to I need to start watching. Just that one. just great. It's primo. Right. Uh, who has games and who has movies first? I have I have games. Oh, you got I, I got the got I stuff? got the physical got stuff. Physical games. Oh, let's start here. Uh, so, uh, Pinnacle Entertainment Group, the people behind Savage Worlds. I I will sing the praises of Savage Worlds a million times. They created a game um, that has one central rule setting, 
that you can adapt to anything. So if you want to play a superpowers game, you already know the rules. That's you cool. just you just change the powers. Uh, if you want to play a dark western game with goblins and orcs, cool, you can play that. If you want to play a, sp- a space game, they've got a couple different space settings, and they just got the rights to the Goon, the Eric Powell comic oh, book. Yeah. Goon. So they've got a Goon role playing game. Um, basically, anything you want to play, you can adapt Savage Worlds to it. So, what if you want to play something with no powers or abilities? You can. You could actually do. Uh, really? Uh, yeah. Uh, like a, like a, you know, uh, like a bunch of accountants. Yeah, you could do World of World of Warcraft, where you just sat around playing right. accountants. So, oh, you got to get your TPS reports in, Richard. No. Um, so, Savage Worlds <laughs> have put out uh, Savage Worlds Explorer. They've done three issues now. And it just has background information. Like uh, the second issue had uh, background information on how to bring in the Lion Men from Flash Gordon. If you wanted to play wow. a Flash Gordon campaign, it's fun and his Lion Men. Exactly. Right. But what's great about their Flash Gordon setting is they took the Larry Buster Crab 1930s setting and they got all the rights to the King Features comic strips. Oh, really? So it's great fun to look at. Hmm. Uh, the new issue of Explorer has um, East Texas University, which is a university overrun by zombies. So they've got a new scenario for that. They've got a superpowers campaign about the Black Claw, a guy who turns everybody into, uh, into uh, ninjas, which is fun. Uh, the Last Parsec is their science fiction setting. They've got a new setting for that. And what's great about Explorer is they just they just give you, instead of uh, if you play D&D and you go out and buy your module, your game module, with this, they're like, you already know the rule setting. You already know how the rules work. So here's five different settings and basically a module for each one. So you get that in your magazine. So nice. super cool. And again, instead of okay, I'm going to play D and D, and I'm going to play, uh, I'm going to play Weird West games or whatever else. And I have to learn all these different game settings and different rules and so different what, mechanics. Like you, you get like a new module every month. You get like five. That's fucking cool. Yeah, that's cool. But the game I want to talk about, uh, there's an artist named Justin Hillgrove. Your your wife's a big Justin Hillgrove fan. Oh yeah. So uh, he just put out a game. Uh, got this on Kickstarter, but it's hitting game stores now. This is a family-friendly game called By Order of the Queen, and uh, it's, it's... It smells new. It's, it, it is brand new. That's that, that brand-new printing smell. Um, it's, a, it's basically a friendly, friendly game, but Hillgrove did all the art for it, and uh, it's, it's a fantasy game uh, with, with a board. You, you basically get Queen's Orders, and you take your character, so you might have like a barbarian badger, or you might have a, a you know, good orc or a goblin, and you take them out and do these adventures. Uh, I haven't played it yet, but I love the art, which is yeah, probably why I haven't played it. It's, <laughs> it's almost like Adventure Time-esque. Yeah, it's a lot like Adventure Time. This guy's done art for Studio Ghibli. Like they, they had him come out to Tokyo and do a mural for him on their, on their wall oh, in nice. there. So and he's, he's a great dude and a ton of fun. Uh, the game will be hitting game stores shortly. So if you want a, a fun game that will get your kids into, uh, into fantasy games, this is a good place to start. Um, also, like my wife's into it. She won't play any games like this with me. So yep. um, definitely check it out. And uh, I, lo- I love the name of the company. Yeah, yeah, Spirit Junk Games. <laughs> they, Junk Spirit Games. They did That's a my spirit. They did a game uh, <laughs> last year where you where you take Justin Hillgrove monsters and build stacks of them, mm-hmm. and then you you try to knock them over. It's a lot of fun. So you know, again, cool. if you're looking for something that you can play with your kids, or even just uh, just pass a nice laid back evening playing mm-hmm. a board game. That isn't your traditional life or uh, or trouble or monopoly. It's a good it's a good game to check out. Cool. Uh, let's see. Do you want to review it before we? Uh, yeah. Get going into the the DVDs and games. Yeah. Uh, so there's a new it. If you didn't know, I'm sure you did. Because Hi, Jimmy. The, the they tra- haven't advertised it at all. Not they didn't advertise it. The trailer didn't really do well on YouTube. Or <laughs> I knew it. Uh, yeah. I mean, so I mean, you look at you look at all the promotion for it versus uh, Inhumans, and it's just. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> I would watch that right. movie. Go ahead. It versus uh, Inhumans. But it's uh, 
is it Brian Scar? No, Come Bill Skarsgård. So, so this the Skarsgård, another Skarsgård, is a uh, is is our Pennywise in this one. Yes, Skarsgård. They found the ugly one. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. just gorgeous. Yep. So too. Uh, and apparently he's like six three. Give really? Or okay. Uh, and sure. so, but the the one thing people always ask me, they're like, well, how do you really compare to Tim Curry's Pennywise? And I said, in the way I, you know, I said with you guys was. When he just picture the Georgie scene in, in the sewer, and he's like, "Hi, Georgie, you want the balloon?" Like, you know, it's kind he's of like, old, kinda like Jersey. Yeah, like he's like old school clown. I think. Whereas this like one, a, like a cat's uh, cat skill comedian. Yeah, where is uh, Bill takes it to the sense of, "Hey, Georgie, you want to come down to the sewers?" Like, like oh, fuck off! <laughs> like it's so, uh, it's it's fucking creepy. It did its job. Uh, no, there is no uh, orgy scene with the kids. That's fantastic. That's, uh, that's good. <laughs> didn't need to see that, no. um, but thanks, thanks for that, Stephen King. Um, but uh, no, it's it's good. It's 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 a creepy fucking movie. I, I don't want to give anything away, but like well, the I'm effects say, are cool, and I will say that it because the, the old one it was made for TV. It's a product of its time. Mm-hmm. This is rated R. Kids get the shit kicked out of them. Limbs are ripped off. Whoa. It, here's how I know it's creepy. Okay, me, cat, Jen, and her daughter. Mm-hmm. We're all going to see it again, and you could see it again. You're yeah, like, I'm good. Yeah, no, thank you. No, I've seen it. I'm good. <laughs> I don't need to go see it again. Same thing with the Annabelle creation. I was like, I'm good. I, right? I, I went through it. And not know. because it's bad. No. You're just like, no, I, I liked put, it a lot. I don't want to put myself through that again. They gave me a piece of paper at the junket, and they're like, can you tell us what you thought? I just went, this, just giant letters, terrifying. <laughs> just gave it right back. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's good. That's yeah, good no, to hear. It's, it's a good horror film. This it's, is, it's, it's been a great year, horror films. Yeah, it's it's uh, tracking well. It's uh, it's going to make all the money. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, we're in a dead zone right now. Yeah. I mean, God, I mean, we're, this is Labor Day weekend as we record this coming up, and uh, they... No films came out, and all they're doing is re-releasing Wonder Woman and uh, Baby Driver. <laughs> I, I know it's I know it is going to be successful because Stephen King saw it and he tweeted, and the way that it read, it was like he was surprised that it yeah. was good. Yeah. <laughs> hey, somebody, hey, somebody, not bad actually. <laughs> well, even better, they put an ending on it. Well, <laughs> there's that, and also, uh, but I don't know if I trust Stephen King's tweets because he did tweet about how great the Dark Tower was. He also <laughs> he also tweeted about how terrifying the Stand was back in the '90s, and we're like, how did you get Twitter? It's not even invented yet. I know, right? Stephen King. It's a wizard. Uh, let's see. Uh, Wait, how many stars did you get? Oh, yeah. I think about three. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Hmm. It's a solid horror film. Uh, so uh, DVDs, Blu-rays? Yeah, I got that. Uh, what you got? I didn't see Rough Night, but you know, all the there's a lot of great actresses in there. Scarlett Johansson, it's all about them killing the gigolo, I think. Yeah, and uh, Kate McKinnon, I'm there. <laughs> People were calling it like, the female version of The Hangover yeah. and stuff like that, so sure. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how Bruce Willis keeps making movies that no one sees, but he's got one coming out called First Kill with him and Hayden Christensen. Sure. Wow. Hay- Hayden came down off the farm? I guess. Yeah. Wow. And then uh, another film with two great actors in it, Charlize Theron and Javier Bardem are in a movie called The Last Face, directed by Sean Penn. Never heard what? of it. What? Wow. Never heard wow. of it. Yeah. Uh, the Flash season three is now out, so... Uh, I've got it at home. I'm just nervous Sol- to watch. A solid six out of ten. Yeah. No <laughs> seven. No, I I would go seven. I just got I got two words for you. Fucking emo berry. That's what I heard. <laughs> emo, emo berry's wig though carries it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Narco season two is out. Everybody's watching that one. All right. Supernatural season twelve. <laughs> <laughs> if they'd quit six seasons ago, they would have been fine. Right. Uh, All eyes on me is the Tupac movie. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Uh, that might be the best ones. All Rebecca's right. on Blu-ray, and that seems about it. That's good enough. Uh, what do you got game-wise? Games. We got... Uh, oh, I lost my spot. Oh. oh, found my spot. All right. Um, Monster Hunter Stories for the Nintendo 3DS. Uh, the Bridge for the Switch. Uh, we got RBI Baseball 2017 for the Switch. Lego Worlds, also for the Switch. It's, it's a big week for the Nintendo Switch. Yes, yes. Uh, Don't Knock Twice for the Xbox One. Knock Looks like a horror twice. game. And uh, White Noise for the Xbox One, also looks Why like a horror game. Why has it got to be White game. Noise? White Noise 2, sorry. And then uh, if you liked Knack on the PlayStation 4 when it launched, nobody did. Yeah. We got a Knack 2 this week. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't. I, really... I demoed Knack, and I said, "Well, that's the Thanks. thing. That's what Knack basically was for the PS4 it's when it demo. first came out. Was it was a it was a tech demo basically. Yep. Look how this many is... moving pieces we can have at Ooh. once on the screen and all that stuff. Yeah. But they decided to make a second one. If you ever want to have a good time playing a horror game, just have Shannon sitting next to you. Because yeah. at uh, E3 when they cut that dude in half, there was probably what fifty people in that little theater. And you just go, yuck! yuck. <laughs> <laughs> Was that Aisha Taylor sitting behind us, too? Or Tyler, or whatever? Yeah. But there is one game of huge note that you'll want to check out, probably. Anyway, I like the beta for it. Destiny 2 comes out this week. Absolutely. Fantastic. I hope I can go dig for some ore. That's not what you do in Destiny. You shoot things. Yeah. Destiny is a shooting game. I don't know what you're thinking of. It's. Uh, it I played Destiny. You went to go find fucking ore everywhere. I don't remember finding ore ever It was in when Destiny. it first came out. Well, they, apparently they changed. They've it. changed quite a bit on yeah. it, and the second yeah. one's even more evolution from that. Yeah. But uh, it's coming out this week on uh, PS4 and Xbox One, and then uh, next month, I believe, it comes out for the PC. The Sparrow Racing so, in, in Destiny is one of my favorite. It's things. pretty cool. Yeah. That, that game really, yeah, it had a rocky start for sure, Jimmy. You're you're right about that. But it, they patched it up quite a bit. I didn't, and it matured into something pretty. I didn't pretty cool. start. I didn't get into Destiny until about seven months ago, and I fucking love it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, well, I heard it got better by just I was yeah. so irritated. Well, they got rid game. of Peter Dinklage. So that was a big I didn't <laughs> think he was that much of a problem. No, honestly. he wasn't a problem at all. But they, they, he they, he couldn't they, commit to doing any more dialogue. So and then they I feel like they tried to place so much of the blame of its lackluster critic response on Peter Dinklage's performance. No, and I'm no, like, I don't no. think so, guys. You can't blame the Dink. Yeah, that's not no, why no, the game no. wasn't that good. You, you don't buy a game for acting. Yeah. You, <laughs> well, and he wasn't even acting. He was the voice of your little robot friend that followed you around and said, oh, we're in trouble now. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, uh, right. Destiny 2 is looking pretty cool. All right. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've had, uh, with, with video games, there are three or four video games that I've played over the last 10 years where you have that that cinematic holy shit moment uh, where you go around a corner and you just go... <gasps> And there's a scene early on, probably about five hours in on Destiny, where where the bad guys show up and start dropping out of their ships. And uh, and for a sci-fi nerd, I was just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Here they come. <laughs> they got walkers. Yep. All right. That's it. Uh, you, Mr. B, if you would, please. I, I got I to tell you, man. Lee told the funniest joke about ham in the car earlier today. <laughs> Walked in the woods, right? Anybody, anybody who knows me knows I wouldn't tell that joke. <laughs> Well, thank you for staying to the end of the episode. Uh, this is where all the celeb stuff happens. Woo! Jimmy Martin, Hollywood's best friend, gets to uh, interview <laughs> all of these famous people. And uh, let's see. what This the, is a creepy this one. Is, this is for It, which yeah. you uh, reviewed earlier, and yeah. you said it was uh, good it and did scary. Its job. <laughs> you, you had no desire to see it again. Not, nope. Not because it's bad. No. But because you didn't want to live through it. I just, I'm okay. Didn't Scary want to. AF. I ran yes. out of diapers. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, and, and this is you, uh, you went down to the uh, the junket. They, they had the uh, the It House was yeah. set up on and it, uh, on Hollywood Boulevard. It still is at this point. I think I may have said yeah. it on the last Broken News, but like they asked me, because the house is rad. Like mm-hmm. it looks just like it. And you went inside, there's a little interactive things and stuff like that. But what made me laugh, they're like, so what'd you think? I go, well, do you want me to be honest? 
like, yeah. And I go, well, you can't really fuck with Utah and their haunted houses. Yeah. And I go, I go, you guys, it was great. Don't get me wrong. But like when we can sign waivers and they can grab you by the throat and throw you against the wall and shit, like <laughs> shit gets real. <laughs> I go, you guys didn't have that. So I go, it was still cool, but don't, 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 yep. don't fuck with Utah and haunted houses. So who do, who do we, uh, who do we start with? We'll here? start with the director and the producer. It's actually a brother and sister combo. Oh, really? Yeah. That's uh, interesting. Super sweet people. Uh, his name's uh, Andy and Barbara. I'm guessing Muschietti. All right. Sounds like that. It's nice to see that a brother and sister can get along and do a project together. He's doing a Robotech next. That's right, he is. Yep. <laughs> oh Good <my>. luck. <laughs> Here we go. It's a pleasure to meet both of you. Thank uh, you. I want to say thank you for terrifying me last night. That was Yay. a lot of fun. I think this world is ready for another, you know, this kind of genre of horror film because based on your YouTube trailers, this thing broke records. And what was your initial reaction to that? It was, uh, it was tremendous because, you know, you're, you're, you're involved in, in making a movie for so long and uh, it's, it's hard and it's not until like this happens, a little bit is released and you see the, the, the reactions of, the, of people for the first time yeah. and it's like, wow, really? <laughs> I love directors that hide things from their actors. Like Richard Donner did it with his cast in The Goonies, the, the pirate ship, for initial reactions. And you guys did this with Pennywise. What was the inspiration behind it, and did you get the reaction you wanted? Uh, the inspiration behind it was the sole idea of capturing the the initial reactions of the kids when when Pennywise would show up. Mm -hmm. And it was something that I talked to, I talked with Bill about, and he was like totally down <laughs> to, for doing it and. Uh, and they, they, so they only met at the table read, personally, but he was didn't have any makeup or anything. Yeah. And it was like like two months later, and that he sh really showed up in full costume and makeup, and he's really intimidating. <laughs> and uh, of course, you can't pull off uh, that for the whole movie. Sure. It's just good for a for a scene or for a shot. Uh, but we did it. it yeah. It was also, totally worth it. Bill, you know, I don't know if people realize how massive he is. He's like six six. Oh wow. And it's. <laughs> He was very intimidating. Yeah. Even for us on set, adults on set. <laughs> yeah, crazy hair. Very crazy <laughs> hair. Right. <laughs> uh, I know you got some things coming down the pipeline, and I'm curious, do you find it more intimidating to do a franchise that's been done before that's been on screen or a franchise that's never been put live action before and so you had kind of free realm to do what you want or to be compared to the old? Uh, I don't think it makes a difference because, um, you know, an essential part of, of being a filmmaker, filmmaker is uh, finding your own vision. Uh, that's what I believe, uh, and and finding your own vision is often related to your own experience uh, with the, with the original work. So everyone reacts differently to to work. Every everybody has a different uh, emotional experience sure. when reading a book like it, and so it's not so much about like you know the external pressure or anything, but more like doing your own, finding your own vision. I don't think I had a fear of clowns until last night, and now <laughs> I think it sparked up. <laughs> uh, I was gonna see if, if you guys have a personal fear, and now do you guys fear clowns as well? I was never too afraid of clowns. <laughs> uh, I remember uh, like, mm, like, you know, birthday parties and everything, and uh, my uh, clowns were, were, were not a, like, a friendly presence, but not because the clowns are not I don't know, like that. They should be, actually. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes you, you find, like, clowns that don't put a lot of effort on on them. And, the, the you know, the cheap makeup and cheap costume yeah. makes a very creepy <laughs> imagery. And I'm afraid of cockroaches in general. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and ghosts. I never trusted clowns. That was my thing. It was an issue of, of trust. They were always hitting each other for no reason, you know, and throwing stuff at each other. I'm not a, not a, a huge fan. What scares me? 
all right. There you have it. Thank you. Super nice people. Uh, next one. So the, the other two rooms were all the kids. And so this. Well, it's, it's an all kid cast pretty much. Except yep. for. Except for Skarsgård, who did not do the junket. And he was there doing print interviews, but I think they didn't want to show him without the makeup on. Oh, good idea. I, I think they wanted to keep the, the mythos. That's up a good idea. It's not a bad thing. So it was kind of bummy because I would love to talk to him. About, like, getting to that character and getting on that makeup. Uh, but so the first one, um, you you know him from Stranger Things, Finn Wolfhard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's a uh, he? he's I don't I don't know his character's name. And he's got the longerish dark hair. Okay. I don't know. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, Chosen Jacobs is another actor, and then uh, Wyatt. I think it's Olaf uh, is the other one. You know who Wyatt is? Who's that? He is a Marvel superhero. He becomes Peter Quill. He's young. Peter oh, he's Quill. young Peter Quill. Oh. He's, the one, he's young Peter Quill. He grew up, but uh, yeah, he's, cool. young, he's young Peter Quill, and I guess he was in one and two. So uh, yeah, he's in the flashbacks with his mom. That's right. Listen to the music. So here you go. It's such a pleasure to meet you guys. Uh, thanks can. for terrifying me last night. Oh, oh no problem. My pleasure. I love taking people for terrifying me. <laughs> of all the kids that were on set, who do you think was the most scared from Pennywise and just the set in general? Jeremy. 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 Yes. I, yeah. Out of out of us three, uh, the kid who me. played Ben. Oh. Yeah. Um, Jeremy definitely was was yeah. because the first thing he said to us <laughs> was, "I'm not going to see this movie." Oh. You know, he's like, "I'm not going to the premiere," and I was like, "You you have to. It's your job. We were all like, <laughs> what? What are you it's required." About? He's like, "I'm going to get popcorn." Yeah, he's like, "I'm not going." <laughs> I don't think I had a fear of clowns until last night, and so I think that enacted that fear. Do you guys have a personal fear on your own, or is it just clowns? Mine uh, is coyotes. <laughs> they, I swear, they 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 eat. Dogs and cats, and they sound weird. That's mine. <laughs> yeah, they do. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, cool. <laughs> for me, I would have to say, like, like if I was in like a small enclosed space, and like there was a ton of people, like just like screaming, like just, just a really loud noise is enough to put me over the edge. <laughs> I mean, like I'm fine at a concert, but anything like too far is just, just terrifies me. Like a loud car in a tunnel, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, um, that scares me somehow. My fears, uh, the dark, uh, <laughs> monsters, demons, getting water in my eye while I'm in the shower. I feel like something's going to grab me. There's, and there's a different level second. of fears in there from, yeah, water, sure. from demons it's to water just, in the eye. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's levels to it. So you guys, you know, early in your careers, and like, and you're, you know, this is obviously a horror film, do you guys want to continue with this genre, or would you rather go more lighthearted? Uh, I think it depends. It definitely depends, because, you know, I, I consider this movie... More you know, than a horror uh, film. Uh, yeah, more than a horror film, but it is it is considered a horror film. But shooting it was more of it was just it felt like more of a coming of age film. Yeah. But I think, 
I think I've done a lot in horror already. Yeah. So, you know, I'd love to do more dramas and, and that kind of thing, you know. But I'd love to do more movies just like this where there's more layers to it than you think. Sure. Yeah. It's such a, um, it is such a classic film in a, in a book and a novel. Yeah. So I feel like it made it so much deeper than just, oh, get scared and go. It's so much, there's friendship, there's camaraderie, it talks about equality. So I think sure. this was a great film to be a part of. There's great scenes in this film, obviously more scenes that I guess you got covered in stuff, whether it's blood or like that. What was the most <laughs> a fun, <laughs> a little bit. Just what was the most bit. fun uh, scene for you guys to film? It, it was either the mm. rock fight or swimming in the quarry. Yeah, swimming and in I, the quarry. I chosen wasn't there, which sucks, but like. I was there in spirit. Yeah, you were there just <laughs> in spirit. But we got to just swim for a while and just mess around with each other, and we got to do, like, chicken fights and everything, and it was really fun. <laughs> Preparing for the film, did you guys watch older horror films kind of leading up to it? I did, yeah, I did a little. Um, I I brushed up really quickly on um, on the hit miniseries, mm. just, just so, like, I wanted to know how different it was. I, I basically watched the miniseries, and then I read the script, and I was just like, these are completely different things. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I just want, I needed to make sure for myself. Sure. Um... But yeah, I think I think studying in general before a, a role, even if it's like for thirty seconds, is good. <laughs> yeah. uh, awesome, pleasure meeting you guys. Thank you, Thank so, you much. so much. All right, all right. Uh, next one is uh, I'll tell you right now. Anytime I prepare for an interview, uh, when you have three people, it's you know it's pretty it's hard to do crowded. When you got four. And they're all children. And they're all kids. <laughs> oh, Jesus, that's my nightmare. So the, that's must have been so hard for you talking to four children. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to get something interesting out of them. <laughs> so. so do I. <laughs> so, uh, so you have uh, Jaden Lieber. Now, you know, everybody knows him. Uh, you would know him from St. Vincent with Bill Murray. Yes. He played the little kid. Oh. He's oh, he great. Was, and he was good. He's a good little actor. He was good, yeah. Uh, there's Sophia Lillis, who is our female lead in the film. Uh, Jack Dylan Grazer and Jeremy Ray Taylor. Jeremy was my favorite because I said, of all the kids who got terrified on the set, you know, who was the worst? And they all immediately, every single one of them, they Jeremy. Pointed at him. <laughs> Just outed him immediately. He was like, and then one kid said he wasn't going to go see the movie. He goes, I'll see it. I'll show you. I'll, I'm going to see it. You, you watch this. <laughs> so here you go, the four kids. All right. It's a pleasure meeting all of you. Thank you. Uh, thanks for freaking me out last night. You're no problem. Sorry with that. No problem. I asked the other groom this question. I'm curious if you guys have the same answer. Which actor was the most scared on set? Jeremy, sorry. I wasn't the most scared on set. I am the most scared of horror movies and stuff, but I don't okay, think so. I was the. Their answer was Jeremy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That works. I guess. Do, are you still refusing to see the movie? No, I'm. I'm definitely seeing the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I was just having second thoughts at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I don't know if I should see it. I don't yeah, know. I you think guys, you guys know I'm not gonna go to the premiere, right? You guys know that, right? I never said that. I was just having second thoughts. <laughs> I don't think I had a fear of clowns until last night, and I think that yeah. sparked up last night. There you go. Uh, do you guys have a fear of clowns, or do you have do you fear something else? Uh, I'm more scared of dolls than clowns. I think. <laughs> I'm not fear. I'm. I'm uh, Nothing yet. Nothing yet. Nothing yet. Nothing yet. I have to look. I have to look for it. I'm I'm, I'm claustrophobic. Right. I'm a, I'm afraid of drowning. Oh, and, that's a good one. And, yeah, and suffocating. For, for you guys, what was the most exciting scene to film? As a the most exciting. That's a good question. Mm. Maybe a scene with all of us together. That's. I mean, oh yeah, oh I know the rock fight, the rock fight. That was most like the most exciting. The rock yeah, I think fight. The yeah, we had a rock fight rock with fight. the the bullies in the movie, he and knows. it was. I know, the rock they fight. Don't. Um, yes, that was a very exciting I think scene. The most exciting scene for uh, me was uh, when we got to play in the uh, in the water. It's called oh. the quarry. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, are you freaking about that or something? No, it's, it's exciting, but it was most fun. In the water. In the water. The water. 
Yeah, that was fun. That was really fun. <laughs> you guys are earlier in your career, obviously, and so uh, do, you, do you want to kind of stick around in this genre? Do you want to you know explore something else, or do you, do you like the horror genre? Um, well, the thing about this is what, it wasn't just like a, a horror movie. It was like a Stand By Me, Goonies Absolutely. movie. Um, and... I love movies like that. Like my my whole life since I was like six, I like my, I think the first time I saw the Goonies, I was like, I want to be in a movie like that. <laughs> and this is this. And this is like the Goonies, and this is like Stand by Me, and the, that that's what I aspire to like, be in really good, feel moving movies. Uh, you mentioned the Goonies though, and one of my favorite things that directors do is keep things from the actors for initial reactions. And I don't know if you know Richard Donner kept the pirate ship from the Goonies before they ever saw it, oh. and I heard that they kept Pennywise from you guys. Yeah. What was your initial reaction when you first saw him? It was awesome. It was so I I, I had I the was, pleasure of yeah. seeing him the first time, and it was awesome. It was so cool. That's yeah. all I can say. Yeah. I think That's all I can say. The first time everyone saw him was like the point in filming when we were like, "What do we get ourselves into?" <laughs> it was like, and and Bill, Bill Skarsgård. Not, I mean, it's not just his makeup and his costume that was terrifying to look at, but just the way he moves and the way he talks and um and the way he delivers his lines it's like i i could have never thought of that yeah um not many people could have done such a good job yeah like he did you mentioned stand by me and goonies so like that were the other films that you guys studied to kind of get the feel and the vibe of friendship and on film and well i think i can speak for all of us i feel like when we first met we were friends for like seven years it yeah. felt like we were friends for seven years <laughs> yeah to me though one of the great things on sets are props and like you know just setting dressing if you could take one prop with you home if you want to I know it's pretty scary but if you could take one with you what would you take maybe my inhaler or my cast, okay, cast. I took my <laughs> shoes did you? I did probably like on action you're probably like okay bye guys and you're still in your shoes yes out of it yes yes um <laughs> I think the paper boat oh yeah that I that I made for Georgie the good old SS Georgie mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Georgie has a really good prop but I don't know if I'm allowed to say it what it is. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> Chosen has a really cool prop in the movie. Oh, and prop. And yeah. God, I don't, I don't think I can say it. His stun bolt. Yeah, okay, he has a stun bolt gun. There you go. And I, I would love to keep that. Awesome. Thanks, guys, so much. Thank you. For freaking me out. <laughs> well, there we go. There you have it. Wow. It. Go check it out. I'll be curious to see what uh, Kat, Shannon, and, and Jim think about it. I'm going to poop my pants. <laughs> <laughs> It looks. Hi, Shannon. It looks pretty scary. I'll I get scared in movies, man. I get. Scared. I know you do. I'm I telling think. you, because the first one still got that creepy vibe to it, but this one, like I said, it's rated R and it's in, not made for television. <laughs> so. All right. Well, thank you, Jimmy, for sharing those, and thank you all for staying. We'll see you next week.